Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome to episode 255 of See you Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on February 15th, 2017. My name is Dan Gorman. What are you talking about? I don't need pet pills to be suspicious. If I want to comment on it, I'll comment on it. Who are you going to do? You, are you going to stop me? Pet boy, pet boy, pet pill boy, pet pills, step Beverly Stills. Oh, boy. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, got to stop taking these pills. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons, and I love art. Especially the naked stuff. <laughs> Makes me think of sex. <laughs> My name's Greg Legro and waitress, bring out a live pig. And don't you dare try to help him kill it when it arrives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got tons of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, we will play Film Roulette where we roll dies to watch movies. And this week we'll be talking about uh, the Oops. sequel to John Wick, John Wick 2 as well as our punishment film. It happened one Valentine's. Uh, we'll roll for movies next week as well. We will get into an episode of The O.C. Season 2 and do a relay where we watch the episodes and describe them to each other. Yeah. And before we do any of that, we will get to some movie news and things we've been watching. Uh, before that, email us at info at modernsuperior.com. If you have any feedback, uh, if you want to get in touch, you can also rate and review us on iTunes. And go to facebook.com slash synwpc uh, and comment on our posts there. Yeah. Exciting. It is. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Oh, good. Just fine. Oh, yeah. How are you? I'm all right. Great. Yeah. Casey? What? Casey? I'm feeling much better now. Yeah, yeah. you were sick last week. I've been sick for the past uh, about seven days. Oh, it's man. Not a contest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brag about it. Yeah. And But if it was, I mean, I think we all agree. I would have a trophy for sickest boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I would have the trophy for strepest throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, as we mentioned, uh, if you go to Facebook, we'll talk about um, things that you want to hear us talk about because mm-hmm. we post once a week. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you movie news you want us to discuss, mm-hmm. which I did today. And I'm going to load that post up right now because we had some some things to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we get to the listener suggestions, yeah. one of the things I wrote down was very exciting. Uh-huh. Um, one of the biggest news that I saw this all week was yeah. Danny McBride and David Gordon Green yeah. are working together on a new Halloween film. It will not be a reboot, uh-huh. but Danny McBride is going to be writing, writing it and David Gordon Green will direct it, so, which is, yeah. I mean, they've done this 
with the Rob Zombie movies. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there's always it's always being like, are they going to do it again? I feel like there's always news about what they're going to they're going to do with the Halloween franchise. Yeah. And I feel like this was an interesting Make more movies that aren't as good as the first <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine is the general. <laughs> I don't think you can really. It doesn't. No. Well, there's yeah, there's there's no making anything as good. Even Halloween two isn't as good as no. Halloween. No, people but defend that, but, but it's fine. I got I time for Halloween it's two. Right. It's pretty good. It's, yeah, yeah it's, as far as the fucking sequels yeah. go, or in this genre, as sequels. I agree. Go, it's, I agree. It's definitely a strong one. Yeah, but I like what I like what they're doing. At least they're they're sort of cutting in, ignoring the third, and making a sequel to Halloween two. Yeah, like they're they're making Halloween three if. Carpenter yeah. was allowed to make the Halloween 3D. I think this is the only franchise that's pulled this thing off, or not pulled it off, but done this before, where they're just like, we're going to ignore that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a, it's, a weird, it's a weird thing that happened. Well, I don't care. Go ahead and do it. It doesn't make yeah, any sense. It's fine. And, and I mean, I think it's cool. Jason, is it Bloom? Bloom? Yeah, Bloom? Blumhouse Productions is yeah. doing it. Mm-hmm. He, he really is becoming the Megan Ellison of uh, horror movies. Yeah, which definitely. Is great. Good on him. But I think he seems to have a lot of faith in John Carpenter himself seems to have a lot of faith in uh, what David Gordon Green yeah, and, he said, uh, and uh, Darren uh, McBride have, I'm sh- have to say. Yeah, yeah whatever. Cause, well, he already gave it to Rob Zombie. Yeah, yeah, but like, then he went about who, to trashing Rob Zombie's Six yeah. Waves from Sunday, well, is which is very satisfying. Well, yeah, Carpenter yeah, yeah. strikes me as someone who will both say what's on his mind and not, and because also, like he'll uh, talk say, out of his asshole. Yeah, because yeah. he said basically that Danny McBride and David Gordon Green came to him and they told him how they want to do it, and he was blown away. Obviously, anyone is going to say that, but I yeah. feel like he's he's such a curmudgeon. Yeah. But I do feel like if that's what he's supposed to uh, yeah, say, he'll I feel say like it. Yeah, yeah, I feel and then like if, t- two years from now he'll be like, never mind. Oh, absolutely. He'll, he'll gauge he'll gauge audience reaction, and if everyone hates it, he'll jump on board with them. Yeah, I, but that's fine. Who yeah, cares? Yeah. No, I feel like I he's agree, he's yeah. come out a little like every once in a while. He kind of like he's because he is such a curmudgeon. Yeah, I imagine even if he's like, I don't know, the idea sounds fine, but mostly they paid me. Yeah, yeah. 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 I usually can tell with him. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I kind of like Danny McBride. I don't know about in terms of the writing, but I, if David Gordon Green leans more towards like his non-comedy work on the directing side, because mm-hmm. yeah. he can be phenomenal, or he can just be like, oh, it just looks like every other yeah. indie movie. Like yeah. some of his early work is really really cool and really emotional and really like interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess this could go either way. Yeah, I I, I'd like to see it yeah. go. I think McBride in their writing, and I'm actually really on board for as far as having some quite possibly good dialogue in yeah. a slasher film. Yeah, I can see that. Um, could be interesting. I don't know. I mean, it, and he's a guy who's coming from comedy and these two genres share something and then they're the hardest to make good films yes. in and the least appreciated when you do. I agree. <laughs> do we do we know if he's if he's jumping in there, if he's going to star? Does it say I don't anything know. about it that? It didn't say Cuz I don't want to see him as uh, Michael Myers. <laughs> well, no, I do want to see him as Michael. Myers. No, as I mean Larry Strode? as Larry Strode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I do want to see Larry him Strode. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really good. I want that. Yeah. Um Yeah, no, I don't want to see him as uh, as uh, I can only think of Dr. Donald Pleasance. Uh, yeah. Dr. Donald Pleasance. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Loomis. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah, no. I, I don't think that's going to work out, so I don't know if he's going to no, put himself but in it. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. It sure will. Regardless. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tommy Power wants us to talk about the headshots in John Wick 2, and I said, we'll get to it. We will. Because we're going to review it. That's right. Um, Joseph J. Finn asked if any of us saw Tony Erdman, which is getting a lot of buzz right now, mm-hmm. because of the oddly intriguing U.S. remake, which has pulled 
uh, Jack Nicholson out of retirement. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I've been hearing a lot about this movie, but I haven't seen it. No, I haven't yeah. either. But I'm just, mostly I'm like, uh, good. Uh, if Nicholson's going to come out and do something potentially solid. Yeah. Right here at the end, because you can't, you don't want to, you don't when you're you're him, you don't want to pull a Gene Hackman. Yeah, you know, you know what Gene Hackman's last movie was Return to Mooseport. Welcome to Mooseport. Oh. Uh, thank you, Greg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for coming. You know, and it, I don't know what the last Nicholson movie was, but was it The Bucket List Let's or was see, it? Yeah, uh, must have been. Let's see. Or uh, don't say something about the things. Oh, what? Uh, did you <laughs> trust me? It's, it's not. About I'm the not things? far off. How, How do you did know? you know? There you go. Yeah. You're very, you're very far <laughs> off. <laughs> no, just a dumb sentence. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't even have a question mark on it. Oh. How do no, you know? How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, do I mean, know? I get it, because that was James L. Brooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that movie's not good. And every, it took everybody a long time to realize James L. Brooks doesn't make good movies anymore. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. just keep trying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is not a good film. Yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah, and, and then yeah, and the bucket list before that. So you don't want like yeah, I don't know, like of the big, the big swinger, the big hitters from the for the seventies. You know, you got your De, De Niro, yeah. Pacino, and Nicholson. Pretty much like Nicholson's definitely always been my guy. Like I've been particularly because of the later career film choices and work. You know, uh, stuff like uh, About Schmidt, about Schmidt. Uh, Crossing Guard, yeah. The Pledge, you know, difficult movies, some of them, or like uh, the ch- more challenging roles, I feel like, and or he ch- not only to him as an actor, but the audience. Um, it's a little bit more thinker stuff than About Schmidt, I think, is the best example so of somebody getting outside of what their comfort thing is. Like, De Niro's been doing the same fucking thing for I don't know how goddamn long. And Every, like, he's good yeah. at it, and it's fine, and it's charming, but it's boring, too. Just I know what I'm going to see in a De Niro movie. I feel like it's been boring for a long time. Really long time. But then, like, if you when you watch Nicholson and About Schmidt, like, his the uh. physicality... The line delivery, the way the the guy he's playing is not Jack. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, yeah, it's great. So great. He's not playing Christian Slater. So yeah, exactly. He's not stealing cues from the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Anyway, what? Uh, yeah, this remake I, should be good. <laughs> totally. And, and well, it's a, him and Kristen Wiig, right? So yes. that's very interesting. And apparently, she brought the project to Bill Murray, and he was too lazy to get around to watching it and then when he finally got back to her she was like oh no jack nicholson's doing it now <laughs> like sorry yeah. that's awesome that's pretty great yeah pretty and he like went on like a talk show or on an interview show and like told the story and so he was obviously wasn't like damn it he was just like that's pretty funny i mean <laughs> sure sure yeah i'm difficult <laughs> yeah right totally mm-hmm. um so that's super cool Clayton Henderson wanted to let us know that he had just learned about the Godzilla director, Godzilla 2. It's going to be uh, Michael Doherty, who did Krampus and right. Trick or Treat, which we, we mentioned briefly, briefly, I think, when it yeah. came out. Yeah. And I think that should also be another interesting take. I'm Yeah, I'm down for it. Again, I think yeah. I mentioned what, like I, the thing I liked the most about the Krampus was uh, some of the practical, practical effects yeah. stuff, and particularly early on when you first see the Krampus jumping yeah. on the rooftop, the rooftop. Yeah. He's good at world Amazing. Look, really yeah. striking visual, you know, so hopefully he can do something with giant monsters. Totally. Hopefully it's, it's a little less hollow uh, feeling than, than I found Krampus to be. Yeah, uh, and also Clayton Henderson. Uh, commented on our uh, questions about from last week, talking about Keanu Reeves' acting abilities. Yeah, uh, that he, uh, Keanu Reeves holds a special place in his uh, heart as Neo, but uh, hated Johnny Mnemonic. Saw it in the theater, and it made him physically ill. Worst movie of all time. <laughs> uh, not wrong there. I saw Johnny <laughs> Mnemonic in the theater as well. It is a horrible pile of shit. 
Yeah, and I think uh, somebody on the previous week, my friend uh, Andrew Paulson, said like that he loves it and he doesn't care who knows it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I remember no. that being somebody's unapologetic. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, at the same time, that is a terrible movie that I've seen. I don't know four a times. Lot, yeah. <laughs> wow. I was on Superstation a lot. Totally. Uh, yeah, I, I remember. I think that's how I saw it. Yeah. Uh, the or the twenty minutes of it that I've seen. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Is I Before keep getting I like so this doesn't have enough Henry Rollins in it. <laughs> oh, Henry Rollins <laughs> acting so bad yeah, in that movie. Yeah. So I always get the fact that Johnny Mnemonic and Tank Girl both have like weird actors playing weird creatures because in in Tank Girl I think it's Ice T. Yeah, Ice T. Ice T. Yeah. in both of these movies. But who is there not? Um, like a weird fish or something. There's a, in... just a telekinetic dolphin. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, not played by anyone. Yeah, because yeah. you'll Kadeem you're... <laughs> Hardison. Yeah, is because uh, you can tell by the little flip up glasses yeah. on yeah. the dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of people watch that movie on cable, being like they came in halfway through and, and they were yeah. just thinking, oh well, there's a bunch of crazy stuff in this movie. I might as well watch the rest of it. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. you got Dolph Lundgren running yeah. around. Dolphin Lundgren running yeah. around. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> Yay! There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it should have been that's him. All right. Yeah, let's end the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. I'm just going to be in it. the corner thinking about Dolphin Lundgren for, yeah. us, for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> well, both are smarter than you'd think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, weirdly, there's a certain amount of both in uh, Can of Tuna. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was great in Universal Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, very good. Good oh. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Matt Bain, he commented about the new Ghost in the Shell trailer, yeah. uh, which I have not seen. Nor have I. I have. I've, I saw one or two of the originals, but I didn't see the most up to date recently. Yeah. Um, it's it looks so remarkably faithful, yeah, to the anime. Um, like a lot of character design stuff is very much there. Like they're not fucking around; they're leaning into the look of it a lot, which could go super wrong. Uh, in a live action movie, but for me right now, that is definitely keeping my interest in this. Not being just a, a you know a dumb little knockoff of a, a, a better property. They're going with that style so deeply that it might be so visually striking. This could be something fairly unique. If somebody's never seen Ghost in the Shell and then watches this, they're going to be like, what in the fuck is this craziness? Which might work really well for it to give it its own kind of, I don't know, unique look and identity for for an, an American film anyway. It's very... Yeah. But there's a lot of really specific stuff in, in that movie and they really... I, I think it's great that they're going for it. If it's successful. If this movie is successful by doing that, uh, you could find a lot of these genre films and remakes of, uh, of foreign films, maybe a little more comic book or anime films to live action. Yeah. You might find that they, they're they not as afraid to go with the, the look of these things uh, a little more, uh, I don't know, with, with, with more precision and yeah. more uh, artistic and integrity held up, you know, which could be great because a lot of the times they shy away from that. This one they're going for it. Like that guy's got the little goofy eyes and the yeah. one guy's got the crazy head and I'm like yep cool man <laughs> oh they got goofy eyes and crazy yeah. head <laughs> yeah, yeah they got those guys oh nice uh, you know what I'm talking about they're yeah, back they, you know what I'm saying again. totally yeah 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 <laughs> that, that could be great I want it to be good and I want that to be the thing where they, they're not afraid to go for the deep artistic look of a lot of these yeah uh, genre pieces word so there yeah I like the trailer I'm in sweet 
Yeah. Um, was there any other news that you guys wanted to get to? Or are we going to get into what we've been watching? <coughs> um, <laughs> there's a, there, I feel like there was one thing. That there I is something. What, what, uh, okay, here. You look it up and I'll keep going. <laughs> is there something? I feel like there is a freaking thing. Of uh, <laughs> well, I'm gonna uh, load well, up there's, a there's website. The, uh, Matt yeah. Reeves being confirmed for Batman. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He's, Interesting. He's hella on board for all okay, that. Okay. Well, I guess it's good. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to that. Wow. Uh, I'm. I'm not really looking forward to it so much as I know that uh, expect it to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's weird. You just scrolled ba- uh, past something. Um, which. The uh, James Franco playing Tommy Wiseau. Movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's. Uh, I'm really excited about this. It's I a think, yeah. adaptation think, of the book. Uh, I think it's insane. How disaster much, artist. Uh, how, how much James Franco can look like Tommy Wiseau? <laughs> I I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I think e- it's either it's great or yeah. Either way, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, I can't. Yeah. What if anything? I can't think of anything. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking about. Cool. Yeah, whatever. I don't give wait, a wait, shit. Wait, wait, go back. John Sorry. Williams already recording The Last Jedi score. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Yeah, we're good. All right. Well, who wants to go first in the what have we been watching this week? Uh, Casey, you're talking right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am? Well, yeah. you, oh, you said weird. something before me. That yeah. sounded like you. Great. Uh, I've been watching things. Uh-huh. I have a life. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, uh, I, I'll, I'll talk about something that, uh, that Dan, I know you watched too. Okay. I, which I, I mentioned, I think, last, uh, last week that I watched the... Um, Michael Bolton special. Yeah. Mm. Dan, I think you, and I uh, did you as well. That too. What uh, would you think? I loved it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's crazy how so funny. So funny. It is. Yeah. And uh my main takeaway is that I really hope Netflix continues to do that kind of interesting, fun one off specials. Like we saw um a year ago, I guess, the Seven Days in Hell thing mm. that Dandy Sandberg did for HBO. <laughs> Dandy Sandberg? Dandy Sandberg. <laughs> <laughs> That uh, Andy Samberg. <laughs> he should really look into changing his name. Yeah. I really think so. <laughs> oh, um, Dandy Samberg. <laughs> I really loved that, and it was mm-hmm. just its own thing. Super hilarious, yeah. great concept, great casting, really funny, and this is the same. It's it's just a wonderful, weird thing. And, and the thing about the Michael Bolton's uh, show on Netflix is it's, it's a, just under an hour, but all the sketches work. You know, like, there's there, not a there's lot that nothing, are groners. There, yeah, like there's a couple things that are less funny than other yeah. things, but they're still entertaining. To I watch. laughed the whole way through. Everything yeah. is great. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, Very it's fun. just wonderful. Yeah. I kind of secretly hope that uh, I don't know why it's a secret. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell the world. Uh, I kind of <laughs> hope that uh, that this inspires uh, Netflix to start making comedy bang bang again. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I guess it does all right on Netflix. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Hey, Netflix. Let's get that going. Yeah. Or at least just more cool, interesting, weird thi- one-offs. Yeah. Because uh, I like the idea. Just keep let keep letting Scott Arkman do things. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't end up ever seeing the Bill Murray Christmas thing. Oh, it's underwhelming. I've seen it twice and it's not great. Yeah. yeah. But there's but moments. I'm still down for more 
more of that stuff. Like yeah. do a funny, weird seasonal thing every every yeah, season. for sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and and let a different person do it. Yeah, like, to, you know, have uh, I mean because I, it doesn't really feel that Sofia Coppola esque, but mm-hmm. uh, it's interesting that she was a part of that. Yeah, sure. yeah sweet. Yeah. I'm definitely game for more of those. Yeah, what else? Mm-hmm. Who's hmm. next, Greg? Because you weren't in what? on that. What? 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 What did you watch this week? <clears throat> uh, well, I intended to watch that. I downloaded my iPad and didn't yeah. get a chance to. Uh, so you know. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> so Dan, what have you been watching? <laughs> um, I I did. I wa- Athena wanted to know how bad uh, Santa Clarita diet was. Uh huh. So I threw it on for, her and I saw I saw about ten minutes of the first episode again. And I we were we were pretty harsh with our yeah, review yeah. of it. And uh, and she was watching, and she's like, "This isn't good, but it's not as bad as you guys made it out to be." And she's correct in that because I was rewatching it. I didn't want to keep rewatching no. it because I got about ten minutes in, and I'm like, "Okay, you get it right." Yeah. <laughs> but it's not a good show, but it isn't. It's a watchable. Yeah, I can understand thing. that. Yeah, I can understand so, why someone would watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's not the worst thing out there in the world. No. But uh, it isn't good. Yeah. And I'm yeah, I don't quite get what Timothy Oliphant's doing. I'm I'm this close to watching it every time I, I turn on Netflix, but then I'm just yeah. like, I feel like th- this is something that I'm going to really hate a lot. Well, right. it's not that. It's just we, we had some tweets from Richard from Surface Noise, and he agreed with us about our take on like the comedy of it. Yeah. And I think that's maybe why we went into it with such a reaction, because for me, just on a comedy level, it, the way they're selling the comedy doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. But I do like you're saying completely understand i was thinking back to it like man we went real into that show (laughs) for a silly little show yeah yeah but i yeah like i totally understand how that show is just good enough to be bingeable right to be a netflix thing that people are gonna get into and watch but i just think coming at it expecting it as a comedy yeah to be structured a certain way to be to be pitched a certain way I think is maybe where I went in and, and came so hard on it. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I didn't see anything. <laughs> I saw some things. But so I'll talk about something real quick. Uh, I imagine everyone's heard enough about it being two days away from it because who gives a fuck about it anyway? But the Grammys. Yeah. I watched uh, some clips. Okay. I watched the Grammys. I That was the first award show I really gave up on in life. I was like, this is a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> it, it's, hmm. it, it has to be the least credible award 100 percent, and which is also why i'm I'm like i don't understand why there these some of these artists like like about eight to ten artists who are just the only ones who are ever there every year it seems every year it seems like are just so thirsty to get one because yeah, this isn't why? something that anyone really gives a fuck about like and it's not based on whether your music is good or not no so no no it's about sales yeah like, like i wouldn't be surprised if fucking mr big has a grammy nomination you know it's not really <laughs> about being good but uh, there was a lot of stu- there was there was so much that really showed off why the Grammys are a pile of junk this year. Uh, first off, ineptitude, like when Megadeth wins a yeah. Grammy, <laughs> they, they play Metallica. How was Megadeth not so angry? I would have thought that they were going to get up on stage and be really pissed off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, apparently, uh, well, he just air guitared to play. You know, it's Master of Puppets, Sweet Jam. So, uh, oh yeah, it's a fucking great song, but yeah, it's yeah, also yeah. like. Isn't that a huge slap in the face to yeah, take yeah. to yeah. Oh, you won your first Grammy? Well, here's your rival's masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also... And also, hasn't Metallica won a shit ton of Grammys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also noticed Maybe that Metallica will now sue the Grammys. <laughs> yeah, for, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for yeah. Napster. Hey, 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 hey. And the orchestra, that when they played them, it, like obviously they're not 
a, a metal band. No, no. <laughs> but it was so sloppy. Yeah, and yeah, why? And why? That. And on, okay, now you I mean, if you're if you're good. into metal and you're into Metallica, then you totally know Master Puppets. Yeah. But yeah. to the general public, that's not a known song. Like that's a deep cut to go for, pretty much. Yeah. You know, if they if if they accidentally played Enter Sandman or something that's like something I don't know. Anyway, the whole thing yeah. is bizarre. Um, and then uh, and you got people's mics not working and this and that. And then there's there was good things. Tribe Called Quest was incredible. Yeah. Totally. Uh, and political and intense and uh, amazing. That was a really, really fucking cool. Then you've got uh, Adele wins best album over Beyonce and everyone losing their fucking minds about yeah. it. Now, uh, Lemonade wasn't my favorite album of 2016, but it's a very good album. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear the Adele album, but from what I hear, from even from Adele fans, like this isn't really her best work. It's got Hello on it. Some other like yeah. it's got good singles, but it's not like a good record. Yeah. So uh, everyone's really pissed off about that. And then there, it's like the, so the this year the Grammys are getting their Oscars so white. Yeah. No, um, I had the list of like here's who won versus yeah 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 the last few years has been kind of crazy like yeah. like taylor swift winning over kendrick lamar and yeah. uh, a bunch of other examples there was like another that. example where like mumford and sons yeah, won yeah, over yeah, yeah. like frank ocean or something yeah something like, like that really like what <laughs> <laughs> that's a, shouldn't be right yeah so anyway then i i saw oh and also uh the david bowie won uh his first grammy for yeah. music <laughs> this year that's how fucking shit the grammys are that well, bowie's never won a fucking grammy it's how absolutely arbitrary the yeah. grammys are they were like oh this is gonna look really good if we give david yeah. bowie Have you heard of this david bowie apparently he died <laughs> all right so uh yeah taylor swift and adele each have two album of the year grammys mm-hmm on the other hand, Beyonce, Kanye West, Sam Cooke, Nina Simone, Jimi Hendrix, Tup- Tupac, Jay-Z, uh, Etta James, uh, Mary J. Blige, Marvin Gaye, Aretha Franklin all have zero. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Like, again, I didn't, so arbitrary. Yeah, yeah. But that's a lot of really like yeah. big artists that like, and again, it's, Why you're would seeing, Sam Cooke have one? Did they have the Grammys back then? Absolutely. Did they? Oh, yeah. How old is the Grammys? Quite old. Uh, sixty-five years at least. Oh. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, and you have, or you have something like uh, U2's "How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb" winning out over Kanye West's "Late Registration" and shit like that. Like, yeah, that's, uh, I, even uh, you know, I I was a U2 fan at one point, yeah. but I know that album is years. a pile of horse shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So it's a bunch of bad. Or like middling albums yeah. by generic white artists will Listen, always take home these fucking stupid little trophies over <laughs> genre stretching or you know yeah. uh, era defining or culture defining albums by black artists, mm-hmm. which is really fucked up. That Beck album that one, it's won, just boring. Yeah, it's so boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just find it. Yeah, they're always even even when they are trying to be on and other like the Beck album uh, morning phase yeah. is wonderfully produced. Oh yeah, it's music a nice that I want to fall asleep to. Sure, it's a nice record. <laughs> it's nowhere near his best. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or anyone's best that year. It's just yeah, like, you know, it's a, it's a decent Beck album. Yeah, <laughs> but then that, that's the thing too. Is like, oh, anyway, it's stupid. 
Grammys are so dumb and it's just a bunch of horseshit. It doesn't mean anything, but I guess this thing that doesn't mean anything is no good for because like an, an Oscar-winning movie might yeah. kind of give it a different air or something like that. But nobody gives a fuck what the Grammy album was. No. That's not a thing. Don't throw your garbage down here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all you I know. Think of. And so, so it, uh, that's just for like a sticker on a Starbucks CD or something. Yeah, yeah. no one gives a fuck. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. <laughs> Grammys, shut up. Grammy, but. If you like didn't watch the Grammys, like I'm sure you didn't, because I didn't watch them either. I think the last time I watched the Grammys was probably like 1988. It was like 12, and I'm like, this is horseshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing I, good here. I watched when I was a kid because I because there was going to be performances that I yeah, cared yeah, about yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. They don't do that anymore. Nah. So, uh, well, I mean, they do well, still they, have performances, yeah, just yeah. not ones I care about. Right, right, so. right. So I was like, yeah, th- there's there's nothing here for me. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did have Tribe Called Quest there for you this year. That's true. Uh, That's sort of for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it would anyway, be for me, but but uh, it's the dumb Grammy, so who gives a now fuck? Now I got things like YouTube and stuff, so exactly, I can and you can just do. watch their thing yeah. today or tomorrow, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, or or yeah. Yeah. Nice. Or yeah. the day well, after that. Uh, yeah, the Grammys. Yeah. It's just so shitty. Yeah. These <laughs> stupid fucking Grammys. <laughs> um, so there. Did you guys happen to watch mm-hmm. the pilot episode of Legion? Yes. Okay. No, no Casey. Yes, Greg. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we should talk about that because mm-hmm. I know there were some listeners that wanted to know what we thought about it. That yeah, asked yeah, yeah. last week if we would be talking about it. That's correct. Um, as somebody who is not uh, familiar with the run of this particular IP, why don't you fill in me and the listeners a uh, general idea of where this new show Legion, which is coming to us from FX, what's what's the seat of it? Where is it coming from specifically in the world of comics? Comic books. Yeah, it's like a yeah, run. Yeah, it's yeah. a series, right? Uh, there. Uh, yeah, I guess there is a series. Yes, uh, the character, um. The character has popped up here and there in the in the uh, in the X Men world. It's a person called Legion, right? Okay. <clears throat> he is uh, Professor X's son. Yes, uh, and his powers are enormous. He has trouble controlling them, and his sanity is frequently on the brink. Now, this character is this time period where Legion really kind of came into play quite a bit was really an era that I had stopped reading okay for a while there was a big junky time of X-Men that I just was not down for a really really long time didn't care for the art didn't care for the stories and was like I'm out anyway um, and that was really when Legion started to become more of a thing then you have like uh, you know X-Men and stuff like that so anyway they they were able to develop it quite a bit and when you have Chris Claremont being your uh, your central storyteller for it uh, he's a giant mm-hmm. of comics, Chris Claremont. Okay. One, of the, one of the few people who has done like decades long run on stuff. The whole thing, everything about the X Men that works, and we all like everything about that. That is entirely Chris Claremont. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he came on and like on like issue like ninety nine or some shit, and then like wrote X Men well into the four hundreds. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he just like he shaped the whole fucking thing. He took the team. He's like, what's this team you got there, Stanley? Fucking a, they're all fired. <laughs> it's gonna be these guys now um he brought wolverine into the you know like he, he formed that iconic team of mm-hmm. uh, wolverine cool. and storm and nightcrawler and colossus the x-men we all love um nothing against the original five they're fine uh so he's he's always had a really strong sense of 
the complications of powers and what it means and what fear is mm-hmm. and a lot of that, you know, the whole uh, push towards you know the mutants being uh, sort of a, a a mirror of racism in America. He's really good at putting together those. Uh, metaphors. So yeah. uh, it's a really interesting character to run with, and I was really unsure how this is going to work as a show because they're not connecting it to the movies and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So no, I don't is, think we'll see him as Professor S's son or anything like that. <clears throat> and it stars uh, Dan Stevens, yeah, yeah. Uh, who most people would know from The Guest, and yeah. know that that movie is fucking amazing, and he's, he's amazing in it. And mm-hmm. this is—I uh, didn't know this was created by Noah Hawley. Yeah. Um. So still, with it being, it's a complicated character with a complicated storyline, and that's widely unknown by people. Yeah. So I was really kind of unsure and about I had this. No idea Honestly, I in. wasn't really even thinking I was going to watch it. I kind yeah. of forgot about it. And then somebody mentioned it, and was like, yeah. "All right, well, we'll get on here." I, I probably wouldn't have watched if that person hadn't said, yeah, "Like, yeah, hey, yeah. I want to know what you guys think." Because I was like, "Okay," yeah. and and I would probably wouldn't have watched it if it was on any other network because. Yeah. FX have really been getting into this interesting place where when they first started, it was like, you know, the the channel that It's Always Sunny built. And they had these yeah. kind of like, oh, lesser than It's Always. They always yeah, yeah, had yeah. a little weird comedy trying to be this, the next. Yeah. And then with the last year or two with, with Atlanta and a number of other shows, they've seemed to be really like, okay, now we're going to be this really interesting creators driven, yeah. very like, like, this and Atlanta, especially those two shows, Legion and Atlanta, like they are very, whether you like them or not, they're very trusting of the audience. Like mm-hmm. you, both of those shows are shows that you dive into and you're in in it. Like you got to pay attention. You know they're throwing shit at you. Yeah. It it's not just like oh maybe I'll put this on and well just check it out. It's they're they're demanding a little bit of their audience and I and I like that. And not knowing anything about the character here or anything, aside from a few moments in this pilot that I was a, a little not sure of, I really liked it. I was so into it's it. It's like I loved it. It's really unbelievably visually like yeah. the, like <laughs> the whole like this. It's all it's about an hour and ten minutes. It's almost yeah, yeah. a movie length. The, yeah, the pilot. Yeah, yeah. But there's long stretches of this where I'm like, man, they are off the deep end, and I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They really lean into it. Like it yeah. has a, a like. It has a, a bit of a vibe of feeling. I feel some of the trap trappings of like network television show, mm-hmm. um, where it's not. I feel like it's almost not flying quite as free as it wants to, but that's that. okay because it does go fucking bonkers every once yeah, in a while, yeah. and it is a total head fuck. Yeah, and it really, it's 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 uh, it's really got quite a journey. And I was like, yeah. this is a total. It's not really like much head case that show. You see. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it it's. And and I think like with with that poster that we're looking at here, the yeah. a really fucking cool poster. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. a really good kind of like you know it, you can understand what's going on at the bottom and at the top it's this kind of kaleidoscopic craziness, and that's a good idea of the show because they do cut back to a lot of scenes where you can grasp on the meat of the of the plot. Yeah. But then they also go into these areas where you know where they end up can be entirely unexpected. And yeah. that's what's so fun about this. Like, there's a reveal halfway through when he's being interrogated, and then they kind of reveal, like, actually, all of this is going on outside, and it's like, whoa, cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really great, it's uh, a fun, huge shot. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of, like, you think you're in, you think you're kind of lo- going down one narrative road, and then they kind of, like, open a door, and you're like, whoa, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. And visually, it's like the the only thing I didn't like about the show was there's a couple visual 
moments where I thought, I feel like this is already going to be dating itself, like in terms of reach of effects, yeah. but it didn't ruin the show or anything for me. No, no. But there was a couple silly moments where I was like, eh. But yeah. other than that, eh, really cool. It, the 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 the, uh, the design, yeah. Uh, the look of this show is great. Yeah. And there's little things as you're going through the show, like, hey, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of fun. Uh, it's got a. It's got a for something pretty dark. Definitely, it dark. is quite dark. It has a, a the playful nature of it is really well suited, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 it pokes its head up just enough. Definitely, uh, and not too much by any means. It's a uh, but man, I am so down from this first episode. Yeah, I, I, I'm so down for this. I want to watch more. And it's taking a comic book storyline and temperament and really treating it seriously. Kind of like what I was talking about with Ghost in the Shell. Like they're taking the look, yeah. which is very important to that that world is the look of it and treating it with uh respect yeah i think that's what i was trying to get across before (laughs) totally and this is taking this storyline and not worrying about the big picture of the x-men and stuff like that and and treating this story and this complicated character with respect yeah and treating the, the medium with respect which is great because you can actually get deeper stories with meaning mm-hmm. <laughs> and character development yeah. that all the big comic book movies seem to ignore. They're so afraid of having a fucking story. <laughs> <laughs> and you can really get one here. Yeah. No, have depth I, to a character. Totally. And understand why people love this shit so fucking much. Yeah. Yeah. The <clears throat> the whole show is very centered around a guy who is, you know, having mental health troubles. And, yeah. and, and, Par- and they, he's diagnosed as a paranoid schizophrenic. Yeah. Uh, but but it's actually that he has these powers, these very X Men style powers, powers yeah. yes. and and they Psychic really do treat that powers. in a way that is like you were saying, like very yeah. they they treat it like it's not a joke, yeah. But it's also there, like there's moments in the uh, sort of place that they uh, like. Um, there's moments of levity involving that stuff, like um, what's her name? Uh, fuck, uh, I'm gonna blank on her name. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of moments of levity, um, specifically with, um, was she not Aubrey Plaza? Oh yeah. Like she's, <laughs> her character is great. Is great. Yeah. And, and funny, but not in like a funny way. Like, no, no, like, no. Yeah. It doesn't take the, uh, situation or scenario yeah. or the, re- the, 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 the piece of the world that she fits into. It doesn't take it for granted or no. make it seem light oh like it's just a wacky character yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, no yeah, 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 this yeah. is a real character with real problems and right, she is right, also right. able to break out into moments that are kind of funny totally yeah. <laughs> bill Irwin is in this thing yeah i would be interested for casey to see and and absolutely and i think feedback. you should definitely check it out oh, yeah. Lot, yeah i'd be interested for casey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and like casey mentioned from the writer of of fargo uh the fargo series yeah i'm on is board he the showrunner of fargo as well Noah Hawley, yeah, he's the uh, uh, like the the main hand in, okay. in everything. Yeah, and this show, yeah, really Which explains Jean Smart. I I like Jean Smart and everything she shows up in, uh, even designing women. <laughs> I I yeah, Legion really liked it. Yeah, I wanna I wanna see more. Yeah, and there, yeah, I think it says here out. that there's eight Katie episodes, Aselton. which is a good solid. Like if they're all gonna be an hour long, that's a nice yeah, chunk. terrific. Yeah, um, super cool. Totally excited yeah um i had a couple things that were sort of brief things that i wanted to mention okay um i wanted to mention that on netflix right now there's a there's a series called abstract the art of design 
mm-hmm. um, that I've been watching a little bit of, and I definitely want to recommend this. It's basically every episode is a different um, artist in a different sort of medium. So the first episode is this guy, Christoph Nyman. He does these amazing sketches for the New York uh, New York Times, or the New Yorker, sorry, um, that are really kind of interesting. But then they also do Tinker Hatfield, who is the dude that basically re, re, uh, rejuvenated Nike and did all of the original Air Jordans from like the second or third on. Oh, really? And he was the first dude that ever said like, you've got these little pockets of air inside, like cut the side of your shoe out so you can see them. And Nike said, no way. And then when he pushed them to do it, every shoe from then on ever did it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was just, a huge song. Yeah, oh, insane. Yeah. And then there's also um, an episode about Paula Shear who did, does graphic design. Basically got her start in album design in the 70s. And any... You pick up any album from the 70s, you know, you're flipping through in the store and you see these amazing typographic stuff. The Cheap Trick covers with that, like, yeah, font. Yeah, she huh. did that. Oh, that's a great she one. did the Boston cover, which she kind of regrets. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like, now this, like, she's like, it's a dumb album cover. And now I'm the d- person that did this dumb cover of a guitar spaceship. But, it, <laughs> you know, they wanted a futuristic thing. But, yeah, a- every episode is like an interesting sort of story and they're all told differently. Definitely cool. worth watching. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was super quick. And then also, um, I wanted to mention, have you guys watched any John Glazer Loves Gear? No. Are you guys no. John Glazer fans? I, I'm, I, I, officially, yes. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of stuff that John Glazer does that I think is just fucking great. And he was so good on, uh, on Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not care for his show, Delocated. Okay. I just found it pretty kind of watery. Yeah. Um, I, I, so, I, so I'm a little hidden miss one. I won't say too much about it, but I highly recommend John Glazer Love, Loves Gear. It's basically like, ostensibly, a show about a dude who likes gear, and he's going to sort of, every episode will be about a different kind of gear. Like, I'm going to go fishing. Here, What kind of gear should I get? Yeah. But the whole show is this kind of insane... Like his family doesn't want to be on the show, so he has to he has to hire all these other people to play his family. And he has this gear guide dude at the beginning of the in the first episode, but then he fires them. And so every episode after then, his face is blocked out on the opening credits for every episode. <laughs> There's all these ongoing running things in this show that also sort of legitimately features gear. Yeah, like they'll just pop up the little things about what the gear people are wearing in funny ways but it's also like probably a real advertisement because right. they are wearing this gear um it's, Where, where's it off of uh, it's on true tv okay. which is the same channel as billy on the street mm-hmm. um and i'll just yeah it, it's borderline brilliant uh the the long like the the comedy that sort of goes with it right i've been loving it all right, yeah. I'm, uh, I'll definitely so, check it yeah. out. Like, yeah. I, I definitely have time for John Glazer. It's a good half yeah, hour, sure. yeah. John Glazer loves gear. Cool. <laughs> yeah. What else, guys? Uh, I watched a couple things. I'll say quickly, uh, saying to, to Greg in the car, I watched mm. uh, Lion. Yep. Okay. I got nothing else to say about it because Greg was bang on. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty great. And then in the middle, it just does the same thing over and over and over, and then the end makes you cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I watched uh, a movie that, uh, that I was very, very interested to see because uh, listeners might remember that I think 2014, one of my favorite movies of 2014 was Calvary. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Yeah. I know so what you're watching. I watched uh, last year's um, War. War on Everyone. Mm-hmm. 
which oh uh, right i almost started watching that the other day but i keep seeing like not good reviews yeah Yeah. this ain't so great (laughs) (laughs) like i've seen a lot of sort of it's fine too (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. no hey you know these other two movies were brilliant yeah 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 yeah. so what 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 what? okay um you know how uh Back in the late 90s, there was like just an influx, you know, know Tarantino gets, Tarantino gets popular and there's like an influx of like uh, Two Days in the Valley, this movie feels like a pastiche of those movies. (laughs) (laughs) It's really weird. It it doesn't feel like it's trying to be a Tarantino movie. It feels like it's trying to be Two Days in the Valley. (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, why would you want to do that? <laughs> Especially from such a brilliant uh, uh, filmmaker who, if I if I w- would say that there's one failing with him and his brother, it's uh, the the little winks and nods to filmmaking that they put in their movies. Okay. Uh. Then I'm just like, oh, God, you guys are very impressed with yourselves. But, uh, yeah, that said, I kind of like this movie. Yeah. yeah. Like... You know how things to do in Denver when you're dead is like a gross ripoff of Tarantino. Yeah, but yeah, but it's pretty good. Kind of, but, yeah. if it, but if it's on, you're like, yeah, I'll watch it. No, no, no. I like. I yeah. have a special place in my heart for that movie. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, Treat Williams has, is Williams so good. So in fucking it. good. Uh, Christopher Lloyd is fucking great. Yeah. Uh, There's things that are wrong and don't fit in that movie. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a sh- and it's a shame that it's not a perfect movie because uh, Treat Williams is critical. Bill. Is really something phenomenal. Yeah, and uh, Andy and Garcia is fucking amazing. Seen, uh, something you haven't seen him do. Yeah. So this movie uh, has Alexander Skarsgård and Michael Pena. I uh, I almost want to hate this movie for not being better because Michael Pena is so good in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, like, that guy's terrific. Yeah, he, like name something he's been bad in, and I'll tell you, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, A Starbucks. Uh, <laughs> he was great in that Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, that barista deserved to be yelled at. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's got. All of these interesting... No, none of the elements are interesting. <laughs> it's really weird. It's about these two cops who are like uh, a real couple assholes. <laughs> and they're, they'll abuse their power because yeah, they're yeah, cops. Yeah. And, right, right, but right. they're crooked cops. I remember the 90s. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, and it's it's a movie where they... Where, but, but one of them... Uh, Michael Pena is a real philosophical fella, and he'll have a philosophical debate with you every oh, once in a while. Mm-hmm. See. Jeez, I'm uh, really going for it. It's it's gross. <laughs> like it's super gross. But every once in a while, because it is John Michael McDonough, and and he's a wonderful writer. I think he's just a little off on when it comes to you know what he chooses to yeah. pastiche, I guess. But uh, uh, it's a wa- it's a very watchable movie. Is the but comedy, it'll piss you off every once in yeah. a while. Because one of the things I heard was that the comedy, uh, this kind of a movie about like these real assholes and they're mean and stuff, like does it great on you? Because I feel like that's one thing I saw a lot was, was sort no, of around I, I that. No, I don't think I didn't find it grating. It didn't grate on me. It's just very unnecessary. It's yeah. just kind of like... All right, settle down. Yeah. We understand that they're bad guys, that they're bad cops. We don't need to see them, you know, doing coke for an entire scene with 
the suspect that they were gonna plant the coke on mm-hmm. you know like and 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 then that whole scene there's a little exposition but most of it is about isn't it crazy that they're doing all this coke right now cocaine yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's uh th- there's so much about it not to like yeah so that alexander skarsgård who's pretty good yeah he's pretty good in this uh but Michael Pena is so good. Yeah. And he's so natural in something that is so unnatural. Right. That uh, that it's, it's I would say, worth a watch. All right. Even though you're probably going to not like it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one on the box. Yeah. I, was just real, yeah. I was just real bummed out because I loved Calvary so much. Sure. And this was... Uh, this was a real step backward for yeah, yeah. Well, Lizzie tried something different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Different from his other movies. Right, not right. different That's from not, Two Days in the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he tried something different that uh, a lot of other people have done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Try Maybe this time try being not as good as you usually are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what else, uh, Greg? Me? Yeah. yeah Anything yeah. else? Yeah, I watched. I've been trying to catch up on the uh, Oscar movies. Yeah, as much as I can. And yeah, I was just Casey and I were talking about this uh, parenting man. It is hard to stay awake. <laughs> it is yeah. so yeah hard to stay awake. It's fucking well, cause stupid. Because your body's like, uh, could I conceivably sleep right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it po- is it possible that I can sleep right now without angering my wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or neglecting my children. <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah, wait. Let me get this straight. You're uh, choosing to watch a Pierce Brosnan movie instead of letting <laughs> us sleep. <laughs> right, uh, I can't argue with that. Yeah. Um, anyway, and so I keep on trying to watch Livewire. I'm gonna see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, but I did finish a whole movie. Ah. Um, I saw Fence. Oh nice. boy! Yeah. Oh my goodness! I'm very interested. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You are. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. You'll hang on my every word. Uh, yeah. I was super. I was very excited to see this from the get go. I was very excited to see it after your review. Yeah. Um, and I was uh, even more excited when I saw uh, uh Denzel Washington's really quite inspirational acceptance speech I think for the SAG Awards Um, and so really keyed up really ready to watch this movie and then I did and it was even better than I thought it was going to (laughs) be wow yeah Uh, uh, amazing remarkable yeah I gotta watch it (laughs) Uh, I yeah, like that podcast that Denzel Washington is the greatest actor. Yeah, yeah, maybe, man. Yeah, like it's fuck, fucking insane. It's insane how he rides the line between movie and play that yeah, you're watching fuck, in the form of a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he directed it. Yeah. And I didn't know that at all. I had no idea that he had directed this movie. And I, while I was watching it, I'm like, fuck, I don't know who directed this. And I'm like, fuck, because it is really well directed. It's beautiful. It's it's fucking impressive as all hell. Um, there are a few shots. There's a few choices when they when to go a little bit uh, into style with the camera. Yeah, that are so well timed. They're so well tempered. They don't go too fucking far, and it just lights up a scene. That's and it doesn't take focus. It no, just, it, it just enhances. It just yeah. It, yeah yeah. Oh man, really like a like a <laughs> impressive uh, run there. And you can tell he's done this show more than once and knows the character and how to play it because. Quite often, you can get kind of an actor can run away with something in the wrong direction when there's not a, another dire- a director in their place to kind of help 
rein something in, but it's a, it's a it's an even performance. It's a measured performance. It's a very direct and focused performance that I like. I can't really imagine Casey Affleck in <laughs> Manchester yeah. by the Sea is any better than this. I I haven't seen that movie. But I know it isn't. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you, I you know, just know that there's nothing that like no as hard as this. absolutely not. Like this is because it's it's so many different levels. There's a there's a painful, brutal honesty to it. Yeah. There's also a showmanship to the yeah, performance yeah. that is that is fucking shocking. And in any other hands, would be gross. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the way he does it and the way he mm. hits what he hits, mm. and there's a there's a um. A, a speech that he makes um, where he's sort of like shrouding everything in baseball talk. Oh, yeah. That is that is so chilling. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I have a question for you, first yeah, of yeah. all. Oh, first of all, the the, the, um, the dichotomy between his performance and Viola Davis' yeah, performance. Yeah, yeah. Holy smokes. What the fuck? Yeah, she is really something. I wish you could give an Oscar to two people for <laughs> yeah, their performances together. off of each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, best on-screen duo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're looking uh, at the. She... You're looking for the Teen Choice Awards. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have it. Duo. They have it. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the teens love it. I feel like uh, they do have that. Yeah, I think they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Or, or it's an like... MTV award. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like teens loved Fences. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> they should, man. Yeah. Stupid teenagers watch a good yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. You should. This is. Yeah. This There's is magic out there. This is like a, this is a, something I will watch again. This is a hell of a motion picture. Um, yeah. So her performance. It was, I had a very cool thing while watching it. Um, uh, it was, Athena and I watched it together, and I was uh, rubbing her shoulders while we were watching it. Uh, and the, the there's a big scene for Viola Davis, and it's gut wrenching. Yeah, it, it, it really guts you, and I actually I felt goosebumps go up Athena's arm. <laughs> it was really super cool, and just added to the effect of this craziness. Uh, her performance, she has such a like. It's like her thing is show up in the middle of a brilliant movie and just knock the whole fucking thing down and just make it a whole other she thing did it in doubt like she's barely in doubt but yeah. she owns that fucking movie uh, and that's a br- that is a that is a towering movie of of a of brilliant script brilliant performance and then she just rolls in and goes <laughs> which is really something else that's another one based on a play there's a you know um it, 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 there was something to it to just find see something for a uh, first time in a while where I was really taken by the dialogue like you, uh, you it's when, dizzy yeah and it's 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 a fucking shame that we don't have this kind of focus put on uh language in films anymore yeah yeah uh, I mean I know there's stuff that has some good dialogue don't I'm not saying all all everything's ruined or something but you know I'm speaking of something like doubt which is uh devastating in, in its word use and that can be so exciting and thrilling or even a movie like okay like whiplash recently has some incredible dialogue and makes something when something is that intense that verbally intense it's 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 exhilarating and yeah. it's it's better than a fucking car chase you know uh, it's, it, and if you could combine the two somehow <laughs> <laughs> then i'd have everything i ever wanted out of movies I, um but it, it, sorry go ahead Oh, no, I just uh, finished your thought because there's something else I wanted to ask you about the movie. Uh, I just, yeah, it was really uh, inspiring. It's a, it's, a, it's a saddening but somehow hopeful movie. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, is, I don't, uh, best I've seen in the, this year, I don't know. I mean, uh, the, 
the the rawness of something like or in simple uh, unique value to something like moonlight mm-hmm. you know or the uh, the 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 uh, horrible grittiness of uh, green room i don't really know what my favorite thing is i can't tell from these movies cuz they're so completely different but i definitely know that denzel washington delivered the best uh, male performance yep. of the year and I know Viola Davis delivered the best female performance of the yeah. year and that's not even a fucking question it's not even a close <laughs> race at all yeah at all yeah. <laughs> anyway uh, super quick question yeah. what did you think of uh, McKelty Williamson's performance uh, I thought it was pretty good uh, I like that guy I generally pull for him yeah. I'm a big fan of Wildcats so sure. uh, I'm like, <laughs> get it on man um, and it com- when he rolled in the first time I was like oh boy yeah, it takes it takes a bit of getting used. To. No, but then I was like, all these marks are really specific, uh, and it doesn't go too crazy town. Yeah, you know, and it's and it's it is like uh, most people know him obviously as Bubba. Yeah, Bubba Gump. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for for the listener, he plays who hasn't seen Fences, I guess. Right. Uh, he plays uh, a fellow who has uh, uh, suffered brain damage. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and so there's a there's a broadness to his character. Yeah. Um, and where I've been down on George Kennedy in Cool Hand Luke in the past, <laughs> uh, I perhaps could have come down on that same side. Yeah. With his performance in in this, but I think that there's um, I think that there's a a vulnerability. Mm-hmm. That that comes across in his very stagey performance. Right, it is very stagey, but also it does have some nuance to it, and you and he, he really understands, or at least Denzel Washington understands how to direct it to put pitch to it. Yeah, where it comes in at the right level for each scene. Like yeah, it's really it doesn't ever feel like he's. Yeah, I don't feel like that guy was like hunting for an Oscar with a disability performance. You know what I mean? No. Like, but really... I, but also I could see how people might... F- how you could make the argument that he was. I don't think he was either. I think he was doing what he did on stage. Yeah. Like, I think that he was bringing his stage performance to the movie, and sure. I think that that's an invaluable thing that he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think that there was a bigness. Yeah. Um, he, he did it very bigly. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but but no, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I can't complain about yeah, it. Yeah, fair enough. You still got to rewatch it. Cool Hand Luke and uh, give George Kennedy another. Uh, oh, oh. with 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 uh, more mature eyes. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's it's not. Oh, my you, eyes were very mature back then. <laughs> <laughs> They're the most mature part about me. <laughs> I got my butt may have been farting. Yeah. <laughs> My eyes no, were yeah. wise. No, it's a deceptively complicated what he does in that movie. Uh, yeah, I got I got to watch Fences. Yeah, yeah it's totally. it's uh, yeah, I, I I just loved it. Nice. I just loved it. Yeah. And yeah, that's a masterclass of performance. Yeah. Um is there anything else we should get to? I had one, but I think I'll save it in le- cuz um I think I wanted. Did you watch what I asked you to watch, or do we? Should we save it for another week? Oh yeah, no, I okay. I couldn't That's make fine. it work on my. We'll figure it out. But I, 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 there's a movie that blew my mind that I can't talk about. A yeah, lot. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm I'm going to watch. We'll it. figure I'm, it out. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm so I'm frustrated that I couldn't make it work. Yeah, that yeah. I'm definitely <laughs> watching it. Cool. Yeah. Um, That's a good tease for the audience. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Anything, Casey? Last, last? Super, super quick. Nothing much to talk about because much like Lion, Greg, last week you or the week before you talked about it, but I showed uh, Myos uh, Princess Bride for the first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we watched that. Uh, nice. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's so, it's so charming. It's and the best. That The um, the sword fight mm-hmm. uh, between uh, uh, Inigo Montoya and, uh, well, Wesley when he's the Dread Pirate Roberts at mm-hmm. the beginning when yeah. he finally gets over the cliff. yeah, yeah. yeah is spectacular it's really phenomenal it's insanely exciting yeah 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 uh for something that's just a sword fight in uh in a you know movie from the 80s yeah i I remember watching that as i got older i've seen it over and over again and when i was like doing like theater school stuff or whatever and i was like man you really have to fucking get good at shit to do this well yeah Yeah. because carrie always knows how to sword fight convincingly (laughs) Both left and right hand. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "That's fucking nuts." Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. And, yeah, yeah. and and he's flipping about and yeah. doing like, and and all the while, I mean, it's William Goldman, obviously, but uh, the the swordplay and the dialogue are so beautifully intertwined mm-hmm. in that scene. It's just, it's yeah. oh, it's so charming. I think that's a perfect movie. There's yeah. nothing I would change. There's not a scene that's that's a waste. Oh, no, it's everything lands. Yeah, it's wonderful, and it's yeah. fun to see. Um, excuse me, Christopher Guest in a in a role that's not inherently comedic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He there's one beautiful uh, uh, comedic timing moment that he has, but mm-hmm. other than that, it's it's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. And there's little things like the little magic of that movie. One thing I like so much that just gets me every time I watch it. Um, yeah, obviously, uh, Inigo Montoya is trying to find the uh, six-fingered man who killed his father. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he's got him and he's chasing Christopher Guest. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> and he gets, and he's then, uh, he gets to the door that's locked. And he's throwing his body into it. And this light, fun movie, he's just whipping his body into the store. And then he starts screaming for Andre the Giant for Fezzik. Yeah. And it's so real. Uh, yeah. Fezzik, I need you. Yeah, is so desperate and heartbreaking that like I get slightly choked up every time I see that scene. And I th- their relationship, Inigo and, oh, and Fezzik's relationship oh. is so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> like I love. I mean, I, I you're a kid uh, of my age, or no, I'm not a kid. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're a kid at heart. <laughs> uh, but, uh, when you're like, with a boy <laughs> of Casey's age, you're a silly little podcast too. With two children. <laughs> when you're a kid of my age who's an adult. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to do a mini weeds commercial. Over <laughs> here. You guys, uh, um, like w- growing up at the time that I did, you just you love Andre the Giant. Like yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, but man, his performance is so sweet. Yeah, so great. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh boy, what a fucking movie. Oh, so good. Oh. Princess Bride. <laughs> <laughs> I realized I haven't been <laughs> yeah, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. the end of the movie uh, at the end of the movie. I was thinking halfway through this episode, <laughs> I was like, a listener messaged us and said we should say the names after we talk about them, and we did it all for one episode. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then the next episode, it. he'll be like, thanks, you did <laughs> well, it one episode. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't ask us to do it for every episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got one, that's it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, then let's get into... (laughs) (laughs) We are going to do some film roulette right after this. Sting. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good in theaters that we are very excited about. This week it was John Wick, Chapter 2. And the low roller has to go see something terrible, whether it's in theaters or something we have picked uh, on Netflix or online. This week it was It Happened One Valentine's, a movie that we didn't know anything about other than that it looked terrible. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the person who rolls low gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week of their choice, good or bad. They have to listen to it, and then we will roll for movies for next week. Uh, As we mentioned, this week... Casey and Greg went and saw John Wick, Chapter 2, directed by Chad Stelsky and stars Keanu Reeves, Ian McShane, and more. This is getting 75 on Metascore right now. Uh, Apparently very, very good, Uh, and um, everyone's very excited to see it. And Mm -hmm. apparently a lot of explosion heads or shots to the head. A lot of headshots, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Were there? I don't remember. A lot of headshots. (laughs) Well, so... John Wick 1 was so big at the time, mm-hmm. and I was somebody who saw it really late and came down a little bit lighter than everybody else. I yeah. thought it was very fun, yeah. but I but I didn't get that like high off of it. Yeah. So I've been kind of you know looking at everybody freak out about John Wick 2 and being like, I'm sure it's great, but it really does seem like from the reaction this is getting that it's a something special for action fans. So I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say about mm. it. We, we actually watched... The first John Wick uh, uh, the other night. Nice. Because uh, Myos is a huge fan of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so, so we, we rewatched the first mm-hmm. John Wick just to see, you know, just to get primed for yeah. this. And uh, the first John Wick is a fucking fantastic <laughs> movie. It's yeah. pretty good. It's like, really good. <laughs> if, there's, if I have one problem with it, yeah. it's that there's a Marilyn Manson song in it. <laughs> Other than that, it's fucking perfect. I like it. I, so I will say that... And it was really refreshing. Yeah. yeah. And my favorite... It still is. My favorite thing about, about John Wick is just that it's very good at building a fun action movie world for all of the like oh we're assassins we have the like the safe house and we have our own currency and stuff yeah that stuff really did it for me yeah and the action scenes which are great did it for me but not as much as everybody else because when i finally got around to it i was like yeah yeah cool yeah but yes all right i agree it's very yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
so, uh, all right. So, Greg, mm-hmm. what did you think of John Wick Chapter 2? Chapter 2. Neil Simon? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Neil Simon, Chapter 2. Uh, honestly? Yeah. Disappointed. It's pretty good. It's Whoa. Holy shit. Okay. I feel like I haven't heard anyone say anything other than this is a marvel. Well, then no, their standards not. are low. Yeah. Because <laughs> what's going on here is they focus, like, there's positive things. Uh, I like the way it's shot. A lot of wide shots so you can see very clear action. You're watching an actor who has spent a lot of time learning how to fight, and he's really good at it, and the camera lets that be the action, not shaking around mm-hmm. or a bunch of jump cuts and quick cuts. So that's I really appreciated that about it, but someone forgot to write the script. The story's pretty dull. It's pretty dull, and the dialogue stinks. There's no anything, no life to any of the words. And the it, other big problem, the huge hole in this movie, and what makes John Wick 1 work so well is the emotional center to it. It's a silly kind of crazy movie, but you feel for this guy who's lost his wife all he had was the dog and they've killed the dog and stolen his car and it just it's just it's a it's a man who's like just was already on the edge and this is the pushover and it's and you and you can kind of get behind it and you don't know that he's yes he's the boogeyman but how indestructible is he can he possibly go through this crazy uh, insurmountable task and there's a so there is you you worry for john wick and you don't in this movie and also no, you don't care why he's doing what he's doing because i don't know that he does either it's really flat yeah like i wouldn't care like his mission sort of thing isn't as much about him it's sort of about him and that he's pressured into doing it kind of thing yeah but but so, so that's kind of John Wicky, but Wicky Wicky, Wicky Wicky, Wicky 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 Wack. Yeah. Uh, but but like towards the middle of this movie, I was like, I'm starting to not care about this character anymore. Yeah. Uh, and, or, or find the same things about him, like oh, he's a bad guy who means business kind of thing. I'm like, mm. no, he's just this guy just shoots everybody in the head all the time. <laughs> yeah, all that's, the time. That's who this guy is. Holy. Shit bags does he shoot people in the head. But he shoots everybody in the head everybody all in the, the head, time. And nobody can shoot him in the head. The thing, no. All these, none of these trained assassins who would know that he's wearing a special bulletproof button-down suit. Well, yeah. That just aimed for his head. Nobody thinks to shoot him in the head. Yeah. Uh, the people who do get shots off shoot him right in the armor. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also, uh, uh, everybody is an assassin. And, everybody. Like, the world building of the first one is real cool and kind of classy. Yeah. And, like, um, and, and you're like, ooh, I, I want to see how they build this more. Uh, you know, b- build the world out more. But in this movie, they just kind of go like, remember the cool things like the currency and the mm-hmm. the safe houses and everything? Mm-hmm. Uh, we still have those. It's really all we have. But, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and also, but it's like, but don't worry because we're going to shoot everybody <laughs> in the head. <laughs> I feel There's, like you're, descri- you're describing my reaction to the first one, which was just like, I get it. John Wick can like do like flip over a guy and then pop off his uh, bullet in his head, and they're very well choreographed. And I feel like to be disappointed with the first one, I felt like it. Like I liked the first one just fine. It was a fun movie to watch, but mm-hmm. I didn't have that reaction, and I just felt like an outcast because I yeah. felt like that's how I felt. Yeah. Like, well, like that I whole liked the action <laughs> in the first one. I thought it was fun, but again, I feel like the first movie really has heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this movie doesn't. This movie is. I don't know. It, it's a. 
I just it, I it's kind of a forgettable, nice looking movie that I don't know that I'll watch again. Oh, I won't watch this one. It'll again. pop up on Netflix, and I'll be like, nah. Oh. <laughs> the thing is, it's not bad. No, like, it is. I didn't have a bad time at no, the movie. I've seen far worse. It, it, to, where I would say, if it didn't, if this was just its own movie, um, I'd be like, that was a pretty good action movie. Mm-hmm. But it it lacked all of the all of the coolness of the first one, like to where it was just like, oh, it's just, this is just a long garish scene of of uh, you know heads exploding. Right. Yeah. And uh, and I've had enough of it from yeah. that last scene that just happened five minutes ago, where everybody's yeah, yeah. heads exploded. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I liked how they set up the th- third, third one. Move? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. There's going to be a third. <laughs> oh one. yeah, absolutely. And well, this is doing really well too. Yeah. yeah. And yes, they have definitely set up the third one, which I was like, well, I want to see that one. Yeah. <laughs> That story seems like an interesting one. This one, it felt like a middle something of something that I didn't care about. Like, not yeah. much is happening. You, yeah. You know, uh, and it's all pretty predictable. And so nothing's very exciting, you know? like It's it, all you, really predictable. Mm. Like, it, it, it's, the, the plot, and the plot goes away. Like, yeah. the, the plot is there. Like, he's got to go pull this job kind of thing, and it's against his better judgment or whatever, which is in true John Wick style kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then that plot, like, the plot points go away. There's yeah. one plot point left, but they take a really long time to get there. Yeah. And in the middle, he just shoots everybody, and it yeah. gets, so gets kind of boring. Is the action, like, from the way you guys are describing, it's, like, well choreographed, but there's not much going on outside of that like Corey like is there more, any like you know big car crashes or like cool things or is it mostly because yeah uh i'm just interested in like the like this is a guy who is like a no, the director all, the, all the action that you get from this movie is him shooting people in the okay because yeah. the director i think is from what i read like he's a, a guy who worked in the stunt world forever and i think yeah, that absolutely. was the people that did this the the same story for john wick one yeah it was like all these you know people that were into yeah, the well, action that's they what were Derek the, Colstad yeah is. He's, yeah uh, he, he he was a, a stunt guy so i'm just wondering like does that technical stuff yeah, it's shine there, through? Like, honestly you get you get teased with it in the first 15 minutes and because there was something that, that I liked so much. He goes to get the opening of the movie is he goes to get his car finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of great. And I was, I was definitely down um, because it's, it was just like, again, it was like brutal and gritty over something kind of trivial, but it means everything to him. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, I was, I was into that and um, there, and I liked when he was fighting everybody. I li- I was like, "This is great! More of this! Keep it wide! Let me just watch the fight, as mm-hmm. opposed to like you know letting the camera do the the work." Um, and out of that too, after watching all the like craziness and like impossible physics of you know the Fast and Furious movies, which I totally enjoy, but it was refreshing to see there was a a, a car stunt that was strictly a car stunt, like they didn't it yeah. didn't have computer enhancement, where it's just the car comes 
shooting out of uh, whatever garage it's in, but there's a little bit of lift, so it does a jump, but it's like a turn jump, so the car yeah. turns in the air after it jumps, and it's a real shot. An actual stuntman drove that car and pulled that fucking move off, yeah. and I was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah, the car only goes about three feet off the ground, but, but I was like, that's fine. it's real, and yeah. so you can, then you can tell, so yeah. it made me go, you know, and so I was kind of, I was like, great, good, we're going to stick with practical effects and just like really let, you know, expertise tell the the action story here yeah. and the, but that, that it loses it the, the 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 fight choreography becomes less and less interesting or inspired or original there's the odd thing where i'm like well that's a cool move you know yeah. but i use it too little too late generally when something would pop up you know like when they, there's some pencil stuff and i was like oh pencil stuff was cool it was very I, intense I really yeah, yeah, the yeah. Pencil stuff. and i like that and i kai you know which almost like again the beginning felt like a different movie because that's where you had some of that fire that's in there or well, some of the fun like, of it you know and it like, was fun it was like oh cool john wick uh, who I associate with the car that he loves. Yeah. He's going to go get his car back. Yay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like, there's a bunch of cool shit. Like there's, you know, he goes sliding around and he sideswipes a dude with his car oh, and the yeah. dude goes flying. Just and great. then someone hits his car and he falls out of his car. And <laughs> that was great. And I was like, he fell out of his car. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. No, totally. So good. First but 15 then, minutes. Totally set you up. Like it's going to be fucking wicked. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then it's it just, just, the air just keeps coming out. Yeah. And also, um, I don't know who w- was like, no, no, Common, you're exciting to watch on film. Uh, because, because yeah, they really want him to be the other guy in, in this. Interesting. And, yeah. He is not, not interesting. No, no. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm sure he'll, well, I don't know. I don't want to spoiler the third one, but mm-hmm. which I'll definitely watch the third one because yeah, this feels just yeah, like yeah. a bit of a dip and then they'll be like, oh shit, we should do uh, some of the cooler stuff we did from the first one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, hard to recapture this magic though. I knew when they, like, when I was like, great, they're making a sequel, but inside I'm like, Bleh. not inside, we said it on the show. Yeah. It's hard to, <laughs> uh, hard to recapture this lighting there were there were things about it too that harken back to the first one like uh i think his name's thomas sadowski uh who played jimmy remember jimmy uh the cop who uh who shows up yeah, at, yeah, at yeah. his house yeah, yeah, yeah. uh evening jimmy hey john you working again uh you know like yeah, he's the yeah. cop who knows yeah. who john is and yeah, is like, yeah, yeah. all right i'll leave you to it right now, jimmy shows up again it's like oh cool you're gonna keep working jimmy in but then it's like oh you didn't really work just jimmy. to have him there again yeah right. yeah which which i, I and i, lo- I like that the the it. yeah yeah i, I like but some, a lot of that stuff can be you know the the mike myers approach to sequels of one more time yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah let's like, do it all again yeah yeah uh but this time it's Longer, a, a, a shadow, or this <laughs> right. time it's a subtitle. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, yeah. This, it just, I, I had a feeling, you know, for a long time, this is not going to work because you, you know, there's something kind of lucky about John Wick one being so good. Yeah. Same thing with like not necessarily as much luck involved, but I feel like a dangerous area to try and recreate magic is the upcoming Goon Two, mm-hmm. which I, I feel like has a lot <sighs> of the. It's going to face a lot of the same problems. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's such a wonderful movie. Yeah, unique. It's such a wonderful singular unique, thing. Yes, yeah. unique world, uh, very specific notes, and, uh, and yeah. And something that doesn't need a sequel. No, absolutely not. Goon does not need a sequel, but I am hope it's great. Yeah. But I'm super worried that it's just going to be okay or yeah. massively disappointing. Yeah. Dang. Or big in all the wrong ways. Yeah. There's a lot. There's so many directions that can go wrong. <laughs> Well, hopefully they get it back for yeah. John Wick. Chapter oh yeah, 3. yeah, I guess so. I mean, the setup for what they've got, you know, could be something. 
it would at least shake them out of just making a lighter version of the same movie again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Or not. <laughs> I'm sure they'll find a way to fuck kinda, it out. I, I, one thing I'll say, I, I kind of hope they give Lance Reddick more to do, because I like him in these movies, and mm-hmm. he's just a bystander. Like, yeah. I, I mean, he's, you know, has a character and everything, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of wanted him, I, I want to see him... Do something? Do something. <laughs> I guess just because I really like Lance Reddick. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Uh, well, John Wick. John Wick, chapter, chapter two. two. <laughs> Not what you guys had hoped for. No. That no. sucks. But again, I wouldn't say it's the worst. No. No, but I wouldn't watchable. say you need to go see it either. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely wait until it go- comes on. Yeah, I want you on Netflix. Do your thing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Live your life. Live no, your life. On, do your thing. Make your own choices. You're a grown-up. <laughs> Stop well, listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do that. I'm no, a grown-up. <laughs> And I had to watch It Happened One Valentine's. Yeah. Yeah. I can't get over how bad this poster is. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love that it looks like somebody made it in a, uh, like an app. Yeah. yeah. A 2017 romantic comedy. It Happened One Valentine's. Love is where you least expect it. It doesn't say love. No, is. no. It's love where you love, love oh. where you love where you least expect it. Yeah, no commas. No. Nothing love where you least expect. No, it. stop pausing. For, <laughs> you're, you're, you're making it into a sentence that works when it isn't. Listen, love where you least expect it. <laughs> there you go. It's, is it a command? <laughs> Just love wherever don't you love, that makes that's it. Don't is. love where you're expecting to love. Yeah, yeah. Love where you least expect. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love where the puck is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2017 comedy romance. Um, it is about an ambitious reporter, Ali Rush, who is recruited by a vindictive music manager uh, to play Cupid for a famous pop duo in return for an exclusive story uh, for her newspaper. Jesus. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I already lost me. <laughs> and here's the... Okay. So... Um, I watched this movie, and for a, lo- a long time, I couldn't really figure out um, what was going on or why I should care. Yeah. So it stars... Um, Courtney Gaines. Huh? Courtney Gaines is in it. Who's that? He's, in, he's uh, the real creepy guy from The Burbs. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, oh. I don't remember him being in this. Hmm. Uh, so there's if, if you look at the poster, everyone at home, Google, it happened one Valentine's. Um, there are uh, four people on the cover. Yeah. There is smiling uh, cardboard man in the top left. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. There's an, uh, like a woman who looks like she's got red lipstick on, so yeah, and a yeah. red dress, yeah. red lady, sultry smirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's and, uh, like wholesome, yeah, very wholesome uh, down home girl. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there is like maybe I'm the comedic relief <laughs> friend <laughs> who's really just a cardboard man, but they put glasses on him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there, these are the four characters. Now the two on the left, cardboard man and down home girl, yeah. they are the um. The musical duo. <laughs> right. Um, and the two on the right, uh, sultry red lady and <laughs> a cardboard man with glasses on comedic friend, yeah. are like best friends that live together. Uh-huh. So I'm going to try and run down this from memory. Okay, great. Um, Go. So the the 
two on the top, Cardboard yep. Man and Sultry Red Lipstick. Yeah. They know each other from back in the day. I believe okay. they went to school together or something, along with Down Home Girl. Mm-hmm. And she had a big crush on this guy, who is now... Cardboard a, guy. Cardboard guy, who is now a very famous cardboard man <laughs> for being a pop star. But sure. he has had some poor luck. Oh. And he's not his his career's not as great as it was once. So he has now collaborated on a new EP with Down Home Girl, mm-hmm. and they have a song which they play more than one time. Um, <laughs> I bet it's super good. It's great. <laughs> um, Dan, can you sing a little bit? Of it? Yeah, I, yeah. I do not even remember it. It is the kind of not bad enough to be hilarious but not good enough for you to care about yeah, like yeah. we're trying to make a pop hit yeah. kind of thing like it sounds fine love rhymes it, with above yeah yeah <laughs> like it's catchy enough for what they want it to be yeah. right um so they're they're doing this ep and she has decided that she's gonna run some story in this newspaper that she works for um which is kind of like a rag they need like a gossipy story and so she says oh well i bet they're dating so i'm gonna run this story about the fact that they're together even though they're not supposed to be or something. Oh, sultry smirk. Yeah, sultry smirk lady. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of becomes, you know, a, a sort of love triangle between the three of them, a down-home girl, sultry lady, and cardboard man, uh, while Wait, funny, funny I've man. Lost thread. Are we talking about the new Archie show? <laughs> Is that what's happening? Well, and here's the thing. So this just goes on and on and on. Um, and there's song pop. There's a couple pop song performances when they're like, we're going to make a music video and all this stuff. But I couldn't understand like the relationships. It, it's, it's very convoluted in a way, but that's being sold as if it's simple. Like every scene is just like a new piece of information. Like so overloaded. Oh yeah. I used to know him. We used to have a crush on that guy. Oh, well he'll never like me now or whatever. And, ah, ah, ah. But I think she's into this. I think he's into this gal. Oh, I'm going to try and sabotage it. And I don't think so. Or It's like, and it just goes on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. Um, and I, honestly, I can't think of a ton to say interesting. It's the kind of movie where, obviously, by the end of it, you know, they have, you know. Everybody's dead. Everyone's dead. <laughs> by the end of it, John Wick showed up. <laughs> shot everyone in the head. No, it like she, one Valentine's Day. Yeah, like they reveal their Murder. their feelings to each other, and then they get in a fight or something because she did something wrong. He mm-hmm. finds out about the article, and then they aren't friends anymore for yeah. ten minutes. And then at the end of the movie, they become a couple again. And then like the down home girl, I think pairs up with the comedy man with glasses, cardboard guy. <laughs> Is um, he a comedy man? <laughs> well, here's the thing. So I'll get to the, whether or not there's any comedy in this movie, but. Mm-hmm. This movie is basically if you had an overlong episode of 90210, yeah, like a season or two in, yeah, um, with like, oh, I'm gonna write this article, and you know, there's this love triangle, and we are all friends, but then we're not friends, and you know, friendship prevails overall. Yeah. It has all of those kind of TV teen things, but right. they're they're all aged up a little, yeah. Um, but then you shoot it like it's an, uh, an, a, a fine episode of the OC. Like right. it looks good for a movie that apparently I am the only person who has seen it other than somebody that was <laughs> there in was it. There was an extra in it. Because on Letterboxd, <laughs> nobody has reviewed it but a guy that was in it. <laughs> please, please read the review. It is my favorite review of anything. Anywhere. So the only other review on Letterboxd is by Jake Winter, who gave it two stars. 
And he said, I am an extra in this and found it very distracting whenever I appeared on screen. <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> That's Two the stars. Whole thing. It's like he took points away from it yeah. because he was, <laughs> he was distracted by himself. Uh, I found uh, the casting irresponsible uh, because uh, they should not have put me in yeah. it if they but didn't the, want me to be distracted by my own face. The best part of it is I, I went to his letterbox page and I was reading his reviews and I was like, this guy's got good taste and he writes good reviews. I followed him. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I hope he was joking then or something because that is fucking hilarious. Uh, but and there's no user reviews on on IMDb, and also no critic reviews. Sure. And I googled for reviews of this, and all I could find was like, you know, view online scams for yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah. But then on on IMDb, it says popularity on the rise, three thousand. Tell you, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't understand. <laughs> Here's the thing: it's this three thousand percent more popular since Dan watched. Yeah. Damn. So this movie is. Is like that. It's like a, a, a overlong episode of a TV show. It's glossy. The acting is fine. It's yeah. not so bad. It's funny. Yeah. It's just there. Right. Um. They, you know, they're they're not trying to be funny. The guy has like maybe one or two per line readings where you can tell he was trying to like get a little bit of comedy in there. Where he yeah. went, I'm gonna do it like this now. Oh, I'm crazy. And then you're like, because he's, <laughs> oh, I'm in a rush now. Ah! Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, loud. Yeah. Oh, always funny. Funny. Yeah. But but it, it it's like once nobody yeah. is trying to be funny. Nobody is trying to do anything other than we are just making a product that is good enough. Cardboard and, people falling yeah, in love. Yeah, <laughs> and and this will be on cable, and people will be just entertained enough to not turn the channel. Yeah. And then they'll see a bunch of ads because they were on that channel, Great. and it's it'll Gotta be sell those it, diapers. Like, yeah, this will be five ninety nine on Blu ray at Walmart, and someone will be like, "Oh, watch this," and then they'll watch and they go, "I watched that." Yeah, then move on. Nice. Yeah, oh, good enough. It was. Well, that's what art is supposed to do, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Have yeah. a real nice time from the drugstore. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You're at Shoppers Drug Mart, yeah, and, yeah. and you see like, uh, you know. A guy pop this off the thing and be like, oh, I'll buy this. It's $2 I or something. I can buy this one this movie or seven Jean-Claude Van Damme movies yeah. on one disc. <laughs> it's, it, it, is, it was exactly what it was. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't fun to watch. And then I turned it off when it was over. Very good. Yeah, and I moved on with my life. Yeah. That'll do. Um, yeah, I wish it was worse. <laughs> you know, like at least it would have been funny. Sure, sure. You know, like when I watched that Aaron Carter pop star movie, that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But mm -hmm. there was a couple things that Emma and I couldn't stop laughing about. Right. <laughs> there yeah, was when, nothing they're, here. when they're just this flat, we were just cardboard. like, oh, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I remember watching a movie like that for the show. That it was just. You, there's no words about it yeah. because you just go just watch the movie and yeah. understand how gray yeah I'm surprised <laughs> I even talked for this long about it yeah it's so boring it happened one Valentine's I had to watch it it happened one year <laughs> <laughs> there you go Jake Helligren you wrote Hellegren. and directed a movie yeah you sure did yeah He's done a couple. I, yeah, uh, totally. I he made a film. horror. He started. He made like a horror movie or yeah, two. Yeah, something hmm. called Varsity Blood or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got the cover has a bunch I of. I don't uh, want 
your blood <laughs> all over me. Uh, but it does. It's got. It's got like a spear with a bunch of cheerleaders and yeah. Uh, I, it's I, like uh, a skewer. Football players. Football players. <laughs> who's yeah. those? Who, who's those guys that plays football? Yeah, and he's written some movies, so he seems to be cranking them out. Yeah. He wrote a movie called Girlfriends of Christmas Past, which does not seems in any like way a, seem like a real ripoff of that uh, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, yeah, or whatever it's called. Totally. But it's got the classic people standing, you know, back to back on the cover going, huh? What? <laughs> why do we have these Christmas lights all over us? Yeah. And why is Red Lipstick Girl in this movie? <laughs> yeah, so don't watch this movie okay. and move on. Yes. Uh, but. Mm-hmm. We listened to an album. Right. Greg, you gave us that album. I did. Correct? Yes, I did. Uh, why don't you talk to us about it? Well, uh, it was another full circle because we talked about Michael Bolton. Right. Earlier. And I had yeah. already been contemplating. Uh, I was just looking for dumb albums. And so that was in the back of my mind for a while. He, you know, in, in attempting different uh, uh, avenues of success. Yeah, before uh, real success. Right? Before real success, he was swinging in a lot of different directions. First, under his real name of uh, Michael Bulletin. Yeah, Bulletin. and Bulletin. Uh, and yes, I don't remember who, uh, who it was. Somebody on, on our on our Facebook thread pointed out the uh, first album he has. The That's album a, cover is a l- unusual. It's, yeah. I mean, it's just his face, but is it? Yeah, I want to <laughs> say it was Brian on You're going to get lost in it. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Brian on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> looks weird. It, for some, oh, sorry. Hold on. And your <laughs> phone off. Ringing. I got to take my pills. Yeah. Um, it kind of looks like it, M- Michael Bolden was the star of uh, Alice in Chains' facelift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if that's, that album was about nice things or space. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway, somewhere in the middle, after he shortened yeah. his name to Bolton, uh, he went for, I don't know what's going on though, hair metal? I can do yeah. that. Glam rock, yeah. Kinda. So he did that, and it seemed like a funny thing like to make you listen glam to. Glam metal. So I, I gave that for you guys to listen to. Now I will point out though, uh, I had to listen. I had to <laughs> listen to a little more than half of this fucking record because and uh, <laughs> a couple of uh, songs <laughs> accidentally some of, of the, the next, next one. one. So I rode uh, in the car with Casey today, who was listening <laughs> to it. So I have given it to myself somehow. Yeah, which is like I feel like I'm gonna exact some sort of revenge for this fucking bullshit. Having to listen to half of everybody's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So uh, Wikipedia describes it as AOR, glam metal, and pop rock. Sure. Um, and uh, <laughs> Michael Bolton, the look of him on the cover is How about this like, now? Uh, uh, he's sort, sort of like, what if uh, what if Brian May and Delta <laughs> Burke were the same person? <laughs> <laughs> and um, the title track was in Back to School. Great. Oh, is that right? Which yeah. I, I, when I heard it, I was like, ah, oh, I seem to remember this over like a montage in that movie right, or something. Right. Yeah, everybody's crazy. So I listened to this album. Here's my question to you two. Mm-hmm. The band, you two? Here's my yeah. question to you two. <laughs> yeah. When are you going to cover this album? Hey, come on. <laughs> yeah, when are you going to write a real fucking song? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, here's my, here's my question to you guys. Yeah. This sounds exactly like everything else in this genre to me. Yeah. Including quality wise. Like this didn't yeah, yeah. sound any worse than like the other songs. It is no better or I, worse. I was just kind of like, all right, this is, yeah, this is yeah, this yeah, music. Yeah. This yeah. is I said Motley Crue, Light. This is what I'm trying to think of other like 
It's exactly bad like English. Bad English. Bad English. I, yeah. said, I said to Greg, like, if I hadn't known about this, if that if this album had been more popular when it was uh, came out, I would have owned this album <laughs> <laughs> because I've had I had a bad English album. I had, you know, mm-hmm. I was slippery when wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I I was expecting. Oh, this is hilarious! How bottom of the barrel for the genre it is because he's trying it out and i was like no this is just as good as whatever you heard yeah, on sure, the radio yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't like it but it was there's some like unusual lyrics here and there yeah uh which one what, what was it uh don't tell me it's over it's kind of a, mm-hmm. a little yeah. creepy don't yeah. tell me it's over because it's not true I'll yeah fucking tell you when this relationship's <laughs> over yeah you don't decide when our relationship is yeah. over. Yeah. And also, you don't want me bad enough. Yeah, which is hilarious For what? <laughs> yeah. You don't want me bad enough. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, yeah, it, everything that you would think of, Michael Bolton doing this kind of, you know, glammy sort of pop. Me, not metal, but kind of trying to have some crunchiness. Well, it, yeah. it, I guess it was sort of classified as metal back then, sure, because it had you know some guitar solos and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right, right. From the Those dude from Kiss that were supposed yeah, yeah. to be. Right, uh, right. That's let's not forget Bon Jovi was considered a heavy metal band. Yeah, he, well, exactly. Yeah, uh, and I said to Greg, like I, I don't remember, like I mean, I remember 1985, and I remember yeah. uh, the the fashion and everything. But I don't remember the context in which music like this was taken seriously. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I don't remember when, when, it, how you listened to this and went, this is legitimate music. Yeah. But well, uh, I feel I like it, it was for existed. people that didn't. Like my parents had some Michael Bolton albums and 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 yeah, but, but I was, mean later stuff. Yeah, but that was when but Michael Bolton was had, adult. They also had albums that sounded like this. I remember stuff like this being played that was sort of like just guitar enough for my dad to be like, yeah, okay, I used to listen to rock, and then sure. just you know fluffy enough for it not to be like turn that racket off, you know, <laughs> and. Yeah, I feel like this was probably just like in somebody's parents' cassette tape and they're like in the car and they just it was background. Yeah. 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 Although I do love that on the Wikipedia the reception was that it was really bad when it first came out, but then however, many other sources have hailed the album as one of the finest AOR melodic hard rock releases from the eighties. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and the hard rock AOR database Heavy Harmonies gives it eighty eight out of a hundred. 80, oh, 88. <laughs> they only could have done 12 better. Yeah. yeah. You know, so pretty good. <laughs> Why not? Why All not? right, well, yeah. hey, everybody's crazy, guys. Yeah, yeah, Want to talk true. rock and metal? Join the Heavy Harmonies message board. Wicked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, this is a great website. <laughs> Straight from 1996. Well, well they clearly wow. kept it current. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. This website is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seen by many as one of the finest AOR albums ever. <laughs> Hell, of course it's good. <laughs> Mr. Bolton. Oh, what a great one. Yeah, not bad. This is a good website. Yeah. Heavyharmonies.com. Jeez. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's great. I suppose so. Yep. Yep. 88 so, out of 100. Yeah. I get to give you guys an album. Yeah. And I have been teasing you that it is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh,. Oh, man, I can't wait to hear back about this. So this is an album that a friend of mine tipped me off to, Alex. Uh-huh. Um, so thank you, Alex. He w- he was 
I don't remember how we got on this tangent, but we were talking about really terrible music from a certain time period. And we got on this. He mentioned this album. I had no idea what he was talking about. And he sent me a song, and, and I could not believe how bad this, this was. Mm-hmm. And you guys are familiar with Korn. Sure. Yes. Yeah. You are familiar that Korn is a band that has some members. Oh. You are familiar that there oh, is no. a bass guitarist in Korn named Fieldy. I am okay. And you are maybe now going to be familiar that he put out an album called Rock and Roll Gangsta, which is a rap album. Oh, boy. And he put it oh, out under the God. name Fieldy's Dreams. Oh, God. <laughs> um, and I got to find the album cover yeah. for you. Um, but this is one of the worst things I've ever heard. Is he in mind the rapper? It's just him. Yeah. <laughs> just him. Fieldy's Dreams. There you go. The album oh, cover wow. is is a, is it him laying in a in a car that's also a bed, and you can't really read <laughs> that it oh, says Fieldy's Dreams. Pool. I thought it was a pool. Like yeah, I thought it was a, a pool um, me. like a hot tub. It looks like something it's a car. that somebody uh, airbrushed with their dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited for you guys to hear this album um, featuring songs like Baby Hugh Hef, Are You Talking to Me, Put a Week on It, uh, and more. I, I am going to have to find you this album. Yeah, I'm um, not finding it on It's not right on uh, any streaming services. I believe uh, Why? they would like it to be forgotten. Um, but it's yeah. called Rock and Roll Gangster. Like, yeah. There could not be anything more and generic. He sounds very... Uh, insane clown posse esque. He has a very high, high pitched. Oh man, I'm a gangster. <laughs> kind of thing going on. Oh man. Oh, oh man, man, I'm a gangster. I gotta shoot you in the face. Yeah. Well, the for one of the songs. Uh, <laughs> Sound a little like Cat Williams. Yeah. One of Is the that on YouTube. There's some some on YouTube. Yeah. All Most right. of the songs are on YouTube, but I'm gonna f- I'll find you guys. Like I'll go to an old archived in Google MP3 blog or something and find you some okay. 96K <laughs> like quality or some shit. But I'll find the album so you can have it in whole. Sweet. And so you don't have to watch the videos on YouTube where people have put uh, people wearing weed bikinis over it. <laughs> I think they're called weed, weed bikinis. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So All enjoy right, that. Sweet. Clumsy raps to. and gangsta cliches. Now, I also get to give you guys a punishment for... Uh, yeah, having you were lost the, the, the most the last, loser year. last year. Yeah, um, and I figured it out. And I'm not gonna. You don't have to do this by the next episode. Okay. Um, I, I. It is also something that I'm gonna have to figure out. So I'm under the impression that this is a a full length documentary that I would like you to watch. A. Right. It, I'm hoping it's not a short because all there is right now is a trailer, and I'll and I'll find it also for you guys. But there okay. is a, a documentary called Your War. I'm not one of you. And it is about 20 years of the band Joan of Arc. Oh, <laughs> God. That you guys recently listened to and had such a great reaction to. I thought when I saw that uh, Vice's Noisy website uh, is putting out a documentary about uh, about Joan of Arc, I thought, well, man, these guys should watch the documentary about the, Jesus this band they loved so much. Christ. <laughs> I, I actually am kind of excited to see <laughs> like i i'd like to have an in-depth yeah look at, I, that's at, why at i wanted something to... i hate 
that That's much. why I want you to see it. Yeah, yeah. I actually kind of want to see that. <laughs> I don't. Like, I want the full <laughs> scope of why, like, I, I want to hear this. Uh, he's not an asshole. He's a person who, you know. <laughs> Just trying his best in yeah, a crazy, tipsy-topsy world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I want to see what type of person makes that kind of objectionable music. Mm. Yeah. And you will. Oh, you will. Yeah. All right. Okey I'm kind doke. of into it. Yeah. God. So... I'll fi- I'll figure out if it's a full length or okay. or what's going on there. Or if we have to wait. Yeah. All right. I believe it was supposed to come out this week, and I'll wow. yeah I'll find it. Well, yeah. Keep me posted. Totally. Very interested. Uh, mm. Now it's time to roll. Right. Scurpity burp. Uh, I had to get the app again because I don't I don't know where my uh, dice went. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so I sort of like this app. Yeah. So. So. <laughs> <laughs> the loser movie this week, ha, w- did we decide it's going to be The Great Wall? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It um, looks like a big pile of shit. Yeah, Matt Damon. Um, That's a bummer. He was yeah. on such a nice upswing of like pretty s- solid movies, Martian and all that. And yeah. yeah. This is a weird this, miss. This looks like a big, like, yeah, like what? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that'll be The Loser. Yeah. Did we pick a winner or is it winner's choice? I believe it's winner's choice. Winner's okay. Because yeah. A Cure yeah. for Wellness is coming out, but the jury has mm, been a little, little out dicey on that. there. You still got some Lego Batman out yeah, there. Yeah, Lego Batman. Lego Batman uh, I've heard a lot of yeah. people say this is the best Batman movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to see hands it. Hands down. Totally. So, yeah, so I really winners. So I had no idea, but like the fucking cast, the voice cast in this thing is, is enormous. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. And Doug Benson, that's what Jason Mansukas. I can't yeah. believe they got Doug Benson to do Bane. Yeah, that is the fucking best. I cannot wait to hear uh, <laughs> if uh, if Bane in this movie tells Burt Kreischer to turn the movie yeah. off, yeah. <laughs> or uh, ask if anyone hungers for games. Sweet. Yeah. So yeah, winner's choice versus the Great Wall. Uh, I'll go first, and I'll roll with this app, and yep. it says out loud so all of our listeners at home can hear. Mm-hmm. All right. Elf. Twelve. Actually, it said it's an elf. It's an elf. So <laughs> elf so... sounds like about, about a one. I press roll. Eleven. All right. Oh, I don't With the like way that. this is going, Casey's going to get a, a ten and lose. That's really. Uh, if it's a ten, we're doing it again. Seven. Casey All loses. Right. Twelve, eleven, seven. <laughs> well, you know what? It says it's a great wall. So <laughs> maybe it'll be a, a great, great movie. movie. Mm. Awesome. So next week, Greg and I will watch whatever we want. Right, Casey. We'll go see the Great Wall. Yes, you will. Um, and then now we'll get into our final segment for the show. Mm. Another freshly squeezed episode of Orange You Glad. It's the OC Corner. Yep. Welcome to the OC, bitch. And this is how it's done in Orange County. All right. The uh, OC. Every yeah. week yeah. we watch an episode of the OC and one by one and... Uh, talk about it we uh <laughs> talk to each other about yeah, it yeah great yeah and so we are on season two and greg is it your week or is it casey's week oh it's me greg. okay it's me man so greg's watching yeah. an episode <laughs> and telling us all about what happened on it and then next week casey will watch an episode and then the week after that me and we'll just keep going around just like that just like that yeah. okay so what was your episode called uh the snow sea Oh yeah, the snow sea. Yeah, like because it's snowing, or something, or uh, sure. Yeah. So this is episode five. Yeah. It was watched by six million people. Yes. When it dropped. Yeah. When it dropped. It dropped. Uh, 
All right. Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, uh, I don't have written notes because I had to watch this on my phone uh, on my lunch break yeah. at work and had nothing to write with. So I'm doing it all from my mind. Nice. Yeah, which is a little summary here for that, you. That's you okay. It. Yeah, I got one in my phone here too, and honestly, it won't be that hard. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Okay. Anyway, let me just. I got. I'm gonna pull up this thing on my phone just so I have a uh, possible thing to turn to. Okay, so this episode is the Snow Sea because there is, of course, a big event nice. going on. A big party, a big With dance. A party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be Drink. a rule in our drinking I game. I think, yeah, every single episode there's a fucking event. So if yeah. there's an event or a party, yeah, you have to drink. It's called the Snow Sea, uh, the event, uh, and it's like a big winter carnival thing where everyone dances and does dumb things. Yeah. So uh, everyone's this like. This is a metal straw. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Casey. <laughs> the listeners can't see it. No, no. But Casey's drinking uh, some water out of a straw that I gave him. Yeah. Dan, Dan gave me. Dan was nice enough to get lend me a glass of water. <laughs> I want this, it back. Uh, this straw is metal. Yeah. Who ever heard of such a thing? I'm sorry, Greg. Continue. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So uh, we start with uh, Seth and Ryan. Talking about, whoa, isn't that crazy? The last uh, episode, how we both went to a party with one girl and left with the, the each other, others. Yeah. And it back. Uh, and they're like, isn't that something? But uh, we're going to go to the Snow Sea, so we should ask those girls and go on the dates we were supposed to. Yeah. Isn't that sound great? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't know, somewhere around here, the song plays. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, then of course we're in the kitchen in the, uh, 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 in Sandy Eyebrow's house. What's their name? Cohen's. The Cohen's. The Cohen's. Yeah. And we're in the Cohen's kitchen as we always are. And they're talking about more junk to do with, uh, uh, sex grandpa's upcoming case and that, uh, uh, uh eyebrows is, uh, representing him and he's trying to file for a continuance, but that's not going to happen. They're going to rush things through and just yeah. get this thing going. I still don't entirely know what the case is about, <laughs> uh, but it's bad news, man. Um, totally. Yeah. So, uh, all the dumb stuff that's going on with the kids is so, uh, Seth likes his science partner, who he yeah. tried to set up with? Yep, he tried to set up with uh, Cohen, but they went his way and yeah. Larger Duke and uh, Seth uh, uh, is into Alex, the uh, bartender. Yeah. Um, oh, who who I I just found out uh, it was played by or one of our our uh, listeners uh, wrote in. Mm. Let us know that uh, the played by is it Olivia Wilde or is it yeah. Rose Byrne? Olivia because Wilde. For my life, those are the same person. Sure, yeah, Olivia Wilde. There you uh, go. Is the love interest for Seth now? Um, for this episode, anyway. Who knows how far it will go? Um, and yeah, and then you got Summer, who's like having a great time with Zach, and uh, or trying to do have a great time with Zach, and uh, Marissa is pretty much all into uh, DJ Yardboy. Uh, yes. They are totally an item. DJ. <clears throat> Marissa and DJ. Right. So, now. Okay. So, everyone wants to go to snow dance. Yes. Uh, Marissa is throwing snow dance. I don't even know. Okay. Snow sea. Involved with it? He, yeah. She some, has something to do with the festivities, and she's like, I don't know. So, anyway. And they call it snow sea. Snow sea, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, but she doesn't want to bring DJ 
clearly because he's a yard boy, but yeah. she keeps saying it's because she'll be too busy trying to run the party okay. and uh, blah, blah, blah. But Checks obviously out. her mom would flip out and blah, blah, blah. Her mom uh, doesn't want her to date a to help. yard boy. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, right. And he kind of, I think he gets that, but he's like, whatever, it's fine. Do your thing. I'm just glad we're together. Uh, Zach is getting more and more mm, irritated with Summer and uh, Seth being chummy chum chums. Okay. Because uh, they talk all the time and they're bicker all the time. And he's like, oh, my God. Um, and then uh, Ryan then asks Lindsay if she'll go to Snow Sea with him. And she's like, oh, that sounds great. No. And he's like, oh. She's like, we're lab partners. What if we break up? Things will be so awkward. He's like, we haven't oh, even gone out yet. That's not an excuse. <laughs> that's so dumb. It was like, dumb. Yeah, if you work together or whatever, that's only a minor complication. Yeah, yeah, but if yeah. you're lab partners. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Shut up. Anyway, so. Um, right. So he now doesn't have a date. And then Seth oh, no. goes to the bar uh, to get all flirty with Alex and hopefully make out in the stock room. But she's all business. And then to show him that, hey, she was like, hey, we just kissed a bit. That doesn't mean anything. This isn't a thing. And then to prove her point, the uh, beer delivery guy is there. She kisses him. Yeah. And says, Thanks, Homer. And then uh, <laughs> there's another girl there. And she's like, see, check it out. And then she kisses her. She's like, see what I mean? Just a kiss. Doesn't mean anything, idiot. And he's like, brr. <laughs> now he doesn't have a date to the oh, stupid well, that, snow yeah. Tell that to my pants. Yeah, yeah. So then uh, Ryan and Seth are like, no, we don't have dates. This is stupid. And uh, so Ryan goes to buy his ticket to the snow sea from Marissa, who's not bringing DJ Yardboy uh, for obvious reasons. And she's like, we'll hey, why don't we go day. together? You know, like as friends. And he's like, okay. And so they are. And yeah. then uh, so Seth isn't going to go, but then he goes. And he's going to go with Ryan and Marissa. Great. Because they're all buds, man. Great. Because the last episode, then, was, yeah, last episode was the new era, which is the new era of mm, us all mm, being friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone which thinks we did, definitely didn't try last yeah. season. So Zach sees uh, what's wrong. Advertising has ruined my mind. Every time I say Zach, I really want to call him a Legomaniac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Zach has seen Seth and Summer just uh, getting in on uh, chatty too much, and he decides to tell Summer, "Now nah, you know what? I'm busy. Uh, Night of the Snow Sea. I'm Damn. not going. We can't go together." He broke up with her in my episode too. Yeah, I know. This guy so anyway, up he's like, "Whatever, off you go." And so now she doesn't have anyone to go with. So she's talking to Marissa, who's going with Ryan, just as friends. And she's like, "Why don't you come with us?" And she's like, "I guess so." But then. Of course, Ryan comes to the door with Seth. So, so now Seth the four of them are all going, uh, uh, not as dates, but as chums. The new era. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so they go to the snow sea. Uh, snow sea. Snow yeah, sea. Right. And st- Snoozy. Oh, first, okay, well, before that, before, uh, uh, Seth asks su- uh, Summer for advice about what's going on, why Alex is being so cold and kissing people in front of him. And she's like, she's playing hot and cold with you. You're too hot, and she's doing the cold thing now. you got to be cold, too. You'll get a reaction. Trust me. So he does go be cold. But nothing really happens except she has longing looks at him while he's being cold. And well, he he quits his job at the bar. What is his, it, it, like, being cold is just going and standing near her but not looking at her? He shows up, and she's like, hey, we need to clean out the bathrooms, and that table needs to be busted. And he's like, okay. Oh, sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
fart. Fart. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes and takes a garbage bag and fills it with stuff. And she's like, hmm. I anyway, then he I comes over. I can't believe he and farted at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> cool. Uh, then he comes over and quits his job, and she's like, what? And then he leaves, and he's like, uh, 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 and walks down the street. Okay. Um, I'm going to quit my job. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, um anyway so uh then we're uh okay the adults what's going on uh sandy is gonna go talk to the lady that okay. has something to do with the case <laughs> even, though even though he's not supposed to yeah yeah, 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 yeah. this this write-up just says sandy gets closer to the truth kayla's been hiding there you go well, anyway, i'll get i to don't that. even realize that that I don't know. Like they've yeah. been just saying, there's a thing going there's on. There's a yeah, hunking, know, something's uh, going on. I didn't yeah. know he was hiding a truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was kind of weird writing when uh, he, he when he's like, I'm gonna go talk to her. And then Kirsten's like, You can't do that though. You're not supposed to talk to the. You have to talk to her lawyer. And he's like, I tried. Look, she didn't say anything when the lawyer was there. So now I'm just gonna go. You know, accidentally run into her. She's like, You're not supposed to do that. And he's like, When does that stop me before? Like he's some renegade cop or something like that. You know, like <laughs> yeah. this is a fucking lethal weapon movie. I'm like, What are you talking about, <laughs> baby? You knew I was bad at my job yeah. when you married. Yeah. When you, you bought go, the you, package. You go to work to steal children. Yeah. Settle down. <laughs> this isn't your thing. She's uh, never. T- she's never stepped toe to toe with the eyebrows. <laughs> Before, <laughs> yeah. or well, toe to eyebrows, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So that's I don't know. Fuck all that junk. Who knows what's going on there? Anyway, uh, at uh, Snowsy. Okay, Snowsy. Uh, oh, just before Snowsy. You got uh, any see. news about Snowsy? Snowsy. Uh, before Snowsy starts, before all this shiggy band goes down, uh, Lindsay changes her mind and asks and says to uh, Ryan, "You know what? Uh, I will go with you." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh shit! I'm already going with Marissa." What? She's like, oh. It's it's amazing how many times this show like if a plot point just reversed like there's a plot point and now yeah. we're gonna reverse that plot. If point. they're yeah, yeah. friends mm-hmm. and they're going quote unquote as friends, right. and he then can your just say date to Marissa, says, "Oh, listen, that girl I like wants to go with me." Yeah. So you know, peace. See you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Take cool. DJ Yardboy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, who he knows about, and that's all the thing. It's not like anyone's yeah. hiding anything here. Anyway. Um. Oh, also Caleb's with that, uh, Marissa went home at lunch. <laughs> Marissa went home at lunch from school to make out with DJ Yardboy. Okay, and mom, her mom Julia walked in and saw it and <laughs> flipped out. Whose mom? Her Marissa's mom. mom, Julia. Oh, right. Julia. Julie. Yes. Julie. Just Julie. Just Julie. Yeah. Julie. So Marissa went home at lunch to be like, got to get a quick, a quick makeout in. Right. Right. And when mom walked in when she wasn't supposed to. Drink. Drink. Yeah. All right. So uh, at the dance, uh, what we got going on is a whole lot of nothing. Okay. <laughs> nice. Is it snowing? Yeah, yeah. There's fake snow and stuff like that around, and blah, 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 and it's really nice. boring. And uh, you know, they're all like pretending to be friends, and who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Um. And then Ryan and Marissa are like talking stuff about DJ Yardboy, and she's like, he's like, why isn't he here tonight? And she's like, oh, he wouldn't like this. And he's like, did he decide that or did you? Whoa. Oh. Whoa. I wonder Whoa. if that's the truth Caleb's been hiding. Yeah. <laughs> and then DJ Yardby drives up in his TJ uh, Yardmobile. And uh, Ryan takes his tie off and he takes his blazer off. He takes his pants <laughs> off. <laughs> and he's like, well, too far. Put him back on. <laughs> I, like I didn't do that. Sorry, I got lost. What, what, what are we talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> what were we trying to do? 
<laughs> I don't know. Sorry, you, I thought this snow sea party was going a very different yeah. way. I Listen. thought if I started taking these things, you would, you're just standing there. So I, everybody was, uh, <laughs> I thought you had a look in your eye. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I misread. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Fine. Just well, don't anybody mention on. it. Keep going. <laughs> so, uh, Zach, what do you do again? <laughs> you Lego maniac? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about that. Um. So he, yeah, he takes the, the the coat and the tie off and gives it to her to give to DJ Yardboy so he can come into the party. And he's like, "Someplace I gotta be anyway." And he takes off. Okay. Um. And while well, he goes to Lindsay, he goes to her house. Uh. And she's like, "I like you. Let's be a thing." And she's like, "No." <laughs> and he's like, well, "I'm gonna keep trying because you're great." And I think if you <laughs> like, if you got to know me, you'd be like, "Hey, he's great too." Anyway, uh, and then he goes home. Um, so uh, Zach hears some romantic song on the radio and turns his car around and drives to the snow sea to, right. to go get Summer. But, of course, when he gets there, Summer's dancing with Cohen. They're just dancing. They're just, not They're doing just friends, guys. They're, They're just, just friend friends. dancing. And he comes up Francing. and he's like, what the? And, he, and he, they're <laughs> like, hey, this isn't, this isn't what you think. And he's like, it's exactly what I think. You two you're are that couple dancing. that even when you're not a couple, you're a couple. It's all about you Bang two on. and it's always going to be. So I'm just, I'm out. Peace out. Have a great time together. Yeah. And he leaves. And he goes to the bar where Alex works. Uh, Looks like tonight I'm a and he, heartbreak maniac. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a, he's a Yoo-Hoo maniac because that's what he orders in the bar. He's like, hey, what's going on? I love a Yoo-Hoo. <laughs> bar carries you With eight shots of Kahlua. <laughs> and uh, so he chats with her, and he's like, nah, shh, I left that stupid dance because the girl I like is in love with some other guy. And uh, <laughs> and Alex is like, well, are you, you should go fight with her. Fight for her, sorry, fight for her. <laughs> you should go fight with her. Should you uh, to try punching her at all or... <laughs> <laughs> and uh <clears throat> and she's like, Well geez, um you know, uh you know, you're not gonna be able to get her unless you go uh you know, make a stand and do whatever. He she has some kind of like I don't know, like little poetic way of putting it that I can't mm-hmm. remember off the top of my head. Um and so he's like, Yeah, you know what, you're right, I am gonna go. And even if it does turn into a fight, I can take Seth Cohen. <laughs> and she's like, Seth Cohen. Anyway. So he goes to the, he shows up back at the dance and Seth and uh, Summer are sort of talking and he just comes up and decks Seth. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh man, whoops. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then Alex runs up too and she's like, Seth. Oh, Seth. Right. Because she overhears herself. Yeah. Seth going. And uh, so then he goes off with her. Zach and Summer go off. Um, Why? Because Summer's impressed. Hey, you really punched that guy <laughs> who wasn't expecting to get punched yeah. in the face. I like that. Mm. And then Alex was like, I didn't think I liked you. And then I saw you get punched. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw you be a defenseless human. Yeah. And I thought, okay. This guy I, I, li- I like what a feeble child you are. <laughs> you, you feel like a project that I could like protect. And <laughs> Um. So yeah, obviously Seth and Alex go back to the bar and they kind of flirt and it's smoochy, irritating smoochy. and they start smooching. Gross. Zach and Summer uh, kind of figure things out and they're going to keep doing their thing. Um. Yeah, and Marissa dances at the party with DJ Yardboy. Her mom is freaking out about it and so she goes to 
bitch about it to uh, Jimmy Tate, uh, Tate Donovan, and then out of nowhere, it just starts making out with him. Nice. Yeah, I knew so, it. I yeah, saw yeah. that going. Ah, for sure. So she's she's got that thing going on. And then uh, Lindsay turns up at Ryan's place. She comes to the boathouse door or whatever he lives in. And uh, she comes in there, and they they start making out and stuff. And then they play some game, video games together, and they make out some more, and it's all real good time. Wait, who's Seth and Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> they're making out and playing video games? Yeah, they're like, screw this, man. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, no, uh, Lindsay, the oh. science partner, comes yeah, and makes yeah. out with Ryan. So, why did they, why did they set... Okay, sorry. What, what, what? Why did they set up the last episode, these couples, and then do this episode the same thing? Yeah. Oh, well, where they're not... Yeah, they I don't, don't want to be together, but then at the end of the episode, they're together anyway. Yeah. So what the fuck was the whole episode? Well, because in the writer's room, they go, how long can we stretch this bullshit yeah. How many episodes do we have to write? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. We're only at five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so... Through pushy investigation, Sandy Eyebrows <laughs> discovers the root of the <gasps> secret that is going on between Grandpa Sex and the lady in the trial or whatever <laughs> is going on. <laughs> <laughs> the, the lawsuit of some magnitude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're both looking at jail time, though. I didn't realize this was a thing. Oh, my they're God. Both, both Grandpa Sex and this lady. And so, what Sandy figures out, the big secret is, is that Caleb and this lady had an affair. Okay. Nice. And he's like, but wait a second, you've been paying her off for over 16 yeah. years, which you wouldn't do unless there was a child involved. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I hope it turns out that Eyebrows is the child. <laughs> <laughs> You're my dad. <laughs> my sexy I love you. Let's You're get my, married. You're my dad and yeah. my wife's dad. <laughs> so, uh, he's whoa, right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There was a child involved. So, Grandpa Sex had an illegitimate <laughs> child. Six. They don't call him Grandpa Sex. That's for right. He will sex you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he had an illegitimate child 16 years ago. Oh, my. That person's a teenager now. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That person could be doing it in the OC, bitch. Yeah. yeah. So it turns out it's a lady baby. Lady baby. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I think, what they call them. I don't remember when my daughter was born. Congratulations. It's a lady baby. I didn't know if you were saying it's a lady baby or if you were saying it's a lady baby. (laughs) Like you're doing like an awesome powers thing. It's a lady lady baby. baby. (laughs) Or it's a lady baby. Congratulations. Uh, Here's your lady. Anyway, it's Lindsay. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. What? Yeah. Lindsay is Grandpa Sex's daughter okay so she's also kirsten's sister and is getting it on with ryan oh uh, right. wow what a unlikely what a, coincidence but it's tangled <laughs> they, they web of course weaved. come into the room together all touchy-feely and <laughs> uh while sandy eyebrows is, is getting the truth out of the mom Lindsay's mom and so he knows who Lindsay is immediately all right so that's and a- sees ryan with her and is like Oh yeah. shit! So that's a drink. <laughs> oh shit! Shit, and that's is the that end. the lady baby? She's <laughs> <laughs> like, ew! Oh no, that's your illegitimate daughters uh, having sex with our pet, <laughs> with our <laughs> poor boy pet, pet scumbag. 
<laughs> what does that make us? I don't know. <laughs> Horrible rich people. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's the end. Nice. Yeah. And there's a drink at the end because they came in and yeah, yeah, an awkward yeah, scene. yeah, yeah. Amazing. Like that that episode made it there. Yeah, it got this there. It was I a lot of like not happening. Yeah. I want convoluted ridiculousness. Yeah, yeah. Because honestly, well, I know this is only five episodes in, but season one, many more crazy things happened. But also took a long time to get going. I guess it did. For a yeah. while, we were like, what is this going to yeah, be? There yeah, were, yeah, there yeah. were little dips. Yeah. yeah. Dips. It's a, it's a real dips, spinning wheel dips. show. Shiva dips. Um, music this week. Good yeah. Night and Go by uh, Imogen Heap. Uh, run, yeah, Run, Run by Phoenix. Desperate Guys by The Faint. Cool by Gwen Stefani. Closer by Dirty Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let It Die by Feist, probably also in the Apple commercial at this time. Right. Turn Off, Turn On by Mascot. Yeah. Soft Light by Frostouts. <laughs> Frostouts. <laughs> and Lay Lady Lay by Magnet yeah. featuring Gemma Hayes. I watched this on Daily Motion again, so it was a, a little an, fast. A, it was very fast, so I didn't really <laughs> kept taking any of the music. Uh, <laughs> Feist had two songs in Apple commercials. No, it wasn't let. Oh, no, I guess not. Let it die wasn't the one two three four. No, I'm wrong about that. But that was the her big one. I don't recognize. I don't know any of these songs. Nor did I notice them in this episode. Yeah. So let it die was her first album, and she got there was one or two songs on there that was fairly large. Right. Um, I like Feist. Yeah. Yeah. Probably that. Probably I like to the faint. Yeah. Okay. Frost <laughs> uh, dots. Casey. Yeah. If turn off, turn on had to go some way, how would it go? <laughs> if it had to go some way, uh, I think it would go. Uh, <laughs> a little turn off, turn on the mascots. <laughs> I think it would sound a lot like the clapper. <laughs> yeah, the clapper. <laughs> turn on, turn off. <laughs> Turn on, turn off. Bye, mascot. <laughs> That's how it goes. It was like they wanted I to had ha- nothing, Greg. <laughs> you really swooped in and saved my ass there. <laughs> I just like the idea of a, an entire band that was put together with the only reason was because the guy that owns the band is like, I got this warehouse full of clappers. <laughs> I got a, I got a 2000s it up. <laughs> I got a warehouse full of clappers and I need a jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> and I think the Frausdots, yeah, their song "Soft Light" probably goes. Mm, if you got some soft lights, uh, get a clapper <laughs> <laughs> and turn on, turn off the clapper. And I think they've got another song that goes, "We are the Frausdots. Our songs are better." <laughs> nice, yes, Amazing. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the OC. For another episode. Well, I guess so. Yeah. Next week, Casey will be watching the uh, Christmaco that almost wasn't. <sighs> Unfortunately, it oh. was. Yeah. You have to watch it. Yep. Well, maybe it actually wasn't. Yeah. I can only hope. And we will talk about that episode next week. Uh, Greg and I will go and watch whatever we damn well please. Mm-hmm. And Casey will go see The Great Wall, mm-hmm. hoping for a great movie. Mm-hmm. And these guys will listen to Feel These Dreams. Oh, God. Mm. I'm Feel curious about these that one. Dreams. These. Feel these nuts. These. Uh, and we will be back next week. Please yeah, remember yeah. to email us at info at modernsuperior.com if you have 
anything you'd like to say, any feedback, any uh, want to chime in on any of our reviews, any differing opinions. We love to hear them. So send them info at modernsuperior.com uh, and please facebook.com slash SYNWPC is where you can find us on Facebook uh, if you want to join in. Yeah. Otherwise, we will see you next Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye, Internet. Uh-huh. Snow Sea. <laughs>